What's up, everyone, and thank you for listening in once again on the All I Need podcast. This is Kevin Clem doing another intro. Uh, this week, Anthony and I just sat down and answered some questions from Facebook, uh, Instagram, and we were recording live on YouTube, so we answered some questions from the live viewers as well. Um, so yeah, that's basically all this episode is. We talked about a bunch of random subjects and answered some questions that people had. Um, it was a good time to record, and I think you guys will have an even better time listening to it. Before we get into the episode, I just want to quickly mention a couple things. Uh, we still have the link to Sammy Baptista's support fund in our uh, description, so if you want to donate to that, you can just click uh, the link in our description. It'll take you right over to his GoFundMe page where you can do so. Um, also, be sure to check out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at All I Need Skate. Best way to support the All I Need uh, podcast is to uh, subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. By doing that, you boost us up on the iTunes store itself. More people can see us. That way we can get around to producing more, better podcasts for you. Uh, for shops who want to carry and support All I Need, our products can be found through Eastern Skate Supply. Got a link to that as well if you're a shop owner that would like to carry us. Uh, also be sure to check out alleyneedskate.com. Um, and also, too, I should quickly mention, uh, we have a lock-in coming up at the Edge Indoor Skate Park in Taunton, Massachusetts. Uh, it's only, it's, you gotta be under 18, so if you know anyone that would be interested, um, I believe it's ages 10 to 17, I wanna say, and it'll be Friday, March 8th, and that will be from 9pm to 9am, it's $50 entry, um, but the lock-ins are always a super fun time, we, we do games, little things like that all night, just skate the park, it's literally just the skate park's ours for the whole night, it's a good time. Um, also, the promo for our newest full-length Good Eyes is now up. You can check that out on our YouTube page, and you can also see all the daily skate videos we're putting out. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast or an episode, just shoot an email to alleyneedskate at hotmail.com, and we can discuss what's up. All right, guys, that's it. Enjoy the episode. some technical difficulties there in the beginning but uh we're in the clear now things are looking proper this is going to be a Q&A podcast so for those live on youtube shout out bobby tran if you have any questions you can leave questions through youtube and we'll try to get them and we also have some questions from instagram yeah. my personal instagram account and facebook at anthony shetler would you put in your coffee uh, you only have powdered sugar, so powdered sugar, oh, and it's God. not good. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> Here, uh... But it's just one spoonful. It's just like a, a hint of sweetness, you know? Yeah. But I have been drinking black coffee. I haven't drank milk in like a week. Really? Yeah, Why? I read a bunch of articles about how it causes like really bad acne. Milk? Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah, and uh, like there was a bunch of articles I read of people that were like in their mid-20s. 
and they had struggled like since they were like from like age like 17 until their current age like 26 or something yeah and they've always had wicked bad acne tried a hundred different products that never worked and they stopped drinking milk and within like one month their acne just like totally cleared strange. up strange yeah i've never even heard of that yeah but i've tried a bunch of different stuff for uh like acne creams and stuff like that and you're I'm insecure just... about acne no i'm not insecure about it i just no. have a lot of it I don't think you have that much. Well, yeah. I've seen some people with some acne. Can't hurt to cut it down. Yeah, I mean. I'm more curious to see if it'll work. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Curious. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if it'll work. Yeah, Keep, I'll, re- I'll report back. Thanks. <laughs> I've always heard it makes your bones strong. Yeah, well, you can get that sort of, you can get like calcium and all the, the, the positive properties of milk in significant <laughs> amounts from other stuff. Nice. <laughs> it's, po- not, positive it's not like you properties. need to just drink milk to, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can get it from other shit. That's interesting. And I think a lot of people would beg to differ. There's a lot of people that just say it's bad. Milk? Yeah. Yeah. You're sucking from the udder, can yeah, it's weird. I've never been that type of person, though. Like, I love milk. It's been hard not to drink it for, like, I don't really like black coffee that much. I'm adjusting. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. I love I'm fucking, I love whole milk so much. <laughs> you go, like, a month just eating, like, raw food or something. Yeah. It's like, I can drop milk for a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, <laughs> dude, I love milk. I yeah. just don't ever drink it anymore. I never drink it anymore. I just made that a decision. Like, I'm just not going to drink any milk, and I don't know why, but I just felt like that was the right yeah, decision. Yeah, notice you never have it in your fridge. But I love whole milk. Growing up, dude, all I had was, like, the big jug of whole yeah. milk with the red cap. Dude, I was, like, <laughs> literally, like, the udder, like, going to town, bro. It was gross. That's Milk's so, so good, man. It is. Um, Let's uh give some give him an update with the knee. Kevin oh, knee yeah. watch. Well, I have an MRI tomorrow, but chill, chill. it's been feeling better. Yeah, you've been skating. skating. Yeah, yeah, I skated that indoor spot. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. I've been pushing it a little bit, but whatever. It doesn't feel <laughs> too dangerous, though? No, no. I haven't tried anything that's like, that I've been like, okay, this might hurt my knee if I try this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, everything I've done is like, okay, I know my knee can handle this. You definitely, like, are more in tune with your body than I am. Yeah. And, like, whenever I see you skating, though, I'm instantly thinking, like, this fucking guy. <laughs> First thought. Like, yeah. he's going to hurt himself. Oh, that's like, so funny. But you know your knee better than I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've known it's just felt pretty good this past week, so I've gone out and skated a few times, just pumped around. Because I feel like, honestly, like, pumping around, like, me and Nick were having this conversation, me and Nick Barth, we were talking about how doctors, like, I don't think they realize a lot of the time that sometimes skateboarding doesn't always involve, like, trucking yourself downstairs and, yeah. like, handrails and, like, big draw, because I feel like that's probably, or they picture, like, a giant vert ramp or something when they think skateboarding. X Games. Whereas, like, they don't really realize we, we like, they, well, they probably do, but some might not realize we just can, like, go cruise around they don't think that at all back and forth but when you're when you come in with a busted ass knee they're probably like this dude's fucking like stay the hell off yeah (laughs) they're like he's not just cruising around (laughs) plus the the weird thing about doctors and being a skateboarder is like whenever you go to the skateboard whenever i go to the doctors they're always like they don't realize the pain tolerance that skateboarders have the high level you know hey what's going on over there Oh, we got a some couple people. All right. Recent people out there oh, on YouTube. All right, man. so skateboard skateboarding. Have you seen Blessed from Supreme? Tell them about how, you, how much you like that. Oh, we're going about that? Hold on. Give a shout-out. Start at the top. Bobby Tran, shout-out. Who else is it? Quinn uh, McGregor, 23 lock-in's going to be lit. Yeah, hell Charlie yeah, Quinn. Charlie Mosca gave us some nucks. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie's going to have a In My Opinion soon, actually. Just Grandpa's submitted footage. Grandpa's Mandolin says, what's up? Asked about my knee. I appreciate that, man. Thank Grant- you. Yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Hell yeah. Hoping for the best tomorrow. 
Um, this one says UBI versus taking the chip in long-term options. Ooh, okay, we're going to get We're going to get there. We'll come back to it. All right, so you want to start with uh, the Supreme Ungrateful one? Shred says, yo, you guys rule, and so does this channel. Thanks, homie. Yeah, sick Much handle on YouTube as well. Grateful yeah. Shred. And Joshua uh, Hamelskate. Giving you some nux in the, uh, the cool sunglasses guy emoji. Hell yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh Shreds. I was checking out his YouTube channel. So the question, what was the question about Supreme? Uh, have you seen Bless? Yeah, Kevin showed me Bless. Yeah. Uh, I bought it on YouTube. And Sam. I mean, not on YouTube. I bought it on iTunes. And they were yeah. telling me about it and telling me to watch it. And they wanted me to watch it just so I would roast it. Yeah. Because I can roast. I knew you were going to roast it. Apparently, I can roast I things bought it. the best. The curiosity was getting to me. I really wanted to watch it. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy it. Honest opinion. And I keep in mind, people out there, I'm a 36-year-old man, okay? And I've been skating a long time. Been skating a long fucking time. <laughs> and I, I used to watch tons of skate videos, and I still do, but I go on binges now. But, yo, when the newest hype comes out, I'm not all up on that. I never was. I never was. Like, whenever something comes out with so much hype, I'm just like, I'm going to let it die down, and then I'll watch it later. Yeah. Even tricks, dude. But, like, there was a time when Foundation dudes and uh, Tommy Otto dudes were all doing front feebles and back smiths. Right. I didn't want to do them. <laughs> like, there's too many of these motherfuckers yeah. all doing them. And they're doing them all good, but I'm just right. like, it's too trending for me, you yeah. know? Supreme was like that. It's like, came out the gates. They had the slow-mos and everything and, like, uh, all the, like, shots in their faces. Mm -hmm. And it was just like... And to me, like, that already is like... I don't mind watching that once, but a skate video, you want to digest, you want to watch it, and then it should have layers. Yeah. Not just you pushing slow-mo mm -hmm. it should be so much tricks see packed i kind of like the slow-mo i don't I mind like i don't slow-mo film in the face i think it's kind of sick i don't mind it but did they not have way too much oh no there was a ton of it all right sure. let's be real kevin because yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm, i was i was so prepared for that though because i watch like yeah, a lot you of know about William that throwback edits so like yeah. i was like i kind of knew all already like before even watching it i knew it was going to be a ton of that yeah and but i mean i i kind of knew too that's why i, I didn't. thought it was pretty sick but yeah, I know. I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Where they could have like sped it up a little bit at some point. I just think it was too much of that. Yeah. Which is fine. That's my fucking opinion. Like yeah. other people like that whole thing, the whole lit video. To me though, a skate video is like layered. There's so much skating, and it mm -hmm. goes by. And by the end of it, you're like, I need to watch that again and right. take in more of that. Whereas that one, it's almost like you watch it once, and it's so drawn out that you're just like. At least in my opinion, it was so drawn out that I was like, mm. I don't really need to watch that again because I'm going to have to skip through all the lifestyle shit. Mm. And I like the lifestyle shit, but I just think it was way too much. And that's my only critique. Skating, unbelievable. Yeah. Skate of the year, dude killed it. Not my Sodi, but dude killed it. <laughs> you dude, know what I mean? Tyshawn's insane. Yeah. Everybody in that. Obviously, there's good skaters out there, you know? Just So that's my opinion on that video. Yeah. And I liked it. I just am not watching it again. Unless they make like a side where they cut all the rest out and it's just the skating. I'll watch like a raw files. That would be my favorite. Show. What else did we have on there? Um, we already answered the how's your knee. UBI versus taking the chip. Long term options. UBI is universal basic income. Which, oh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, okay. so which is the concept that it's universal basic income. You get your basic income. So... That dude, Andrew Yang, who's coming on the podcast next week, yep. he's running off that platform that everyone, once you hit 18, you're a young adult, you get $1,000 a month, which to a young kid, that might sound like a lot of money. But in reality, that's below the poverty line. It's $12,000 a year, yeah, and that's still, you're in poverty. Huh. You know what I mean? So 
that's not a bad concept because if you instead of starting at survival at zero, yeah. you'd start at like the notch up, which is still below the poverty line, but it's not like you have to like go out at eighteen, you have a little bit of cushion. Right. Like that seems like something that would be a privilege, like that you earned, you know? That's the problem is people gotta look at it like that. Like, all right, we get this twelve thousand dollars a year, which it can keep me out of poverty, but I'm still not gonna be like, you know, you're just gonna have your basic necessities, which are awesome, you know? But you're still gonna wanna like do stuff and be inspired and like create and work and like work at things you give a shit about, you know? Yeah. I think they're concerned is like if they just give people money and they're just not going to do anything, you know? Right, and a p bunch of people are going to want to come here because they can get paid $1,000. Yeah, but they're building money. walls, right? Aren't they building yeah. walls, bro? Who knows? Fucking invisible walls on, to keep everyone out. You still have to be you still have to do it the legal way. They yeah. have pro there's laws and shit, you know? They do this in other places. Alaska already had a UBI cuz of the oil money. So you go to Alaska, all, all those people that live there, they get a, a check every month because of the oil wealth. Interesting. Because I guess they're using their property and yeah, their land. Yeah, well, you I know? was just so, going to say, that's probably coming from like being on their property or potential property that they couldn't buy or something. Yeah, and, and then what thing. was he saying? So UBI with a chip? Uh Oh, let me scroll up. We've gotten even more. But I'm telling you this right now. I grew up in poverty. Taking and, like, the chip. Violence and like it wasn't fun. Like... Money means nothing if you don't have, like, a fulfilling life, you know? Like, that's why people have a lot of money, and then they buy a bunch of shallow shit because they're trying to fix a need, you know? It's like, if your life is good and you're in poverty, you can work your way out of it, you know? And to have help in hand is not a bad thing, you know? All right, what was it? What was it? Taking the chip. So read the whole thing again just so I can hear it. It's UBI versus taking the chip. Uh, the chip I don't know anything about. The only reason I know about UBI or the freedom dividend, which they're calling it because they're equating it to business. Because in a business you get like a dividend if you're part of the company and you own it, you know? Like the mm -hmm. same with the U.S. If you're part of the country, you own a portion of it basically. That's yeah. what that would be. It would be a dividend. So like um, – yeah, I don't know anything about the chip, but the idea of putting a chip in me is fucking terrifying. I don't even like shots, oh, like yeah, in my no, arm or anything. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not saying I'll never do it, but what? I haven't got that far. I don't know. Would you have a robotic arm if you lost your arm, or would you have a robotic arm if they just made one that would be better than your arm and you had the money? You're like, no, not better. No. What I if that arm? If I lost an arm and I had a robotic replacement, that sounds like, like a, a good shark. Option. I'm a not shark gonna bait pay you? to upgrade my arm. You sure? Robotic what if you could punch through walls, bro? I would not care. Boom! Hulk <laughs> arm. You wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna though. That's the thing. So no, like no. the thing with technology is like some other country will do it or do that, and then you have yeah. to compete with them. That was the same with, like, like, drone warfare and stuff. It's, like, yeah. you have to do it for the sake of, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know anything about a chip, but that's a terrifying concept to me. But covering people's basic needs as a country, especially in the most prosperous country like the U.S., I'd have faith in people and know that they would fix their help fix their lives with that 12000 Like, imagine if you're a mom or a dad and you had a kid and, like, you're just struggling to get by. Or even if you had that thousand dollars each you, you know and you're just like paying your bills the security of knowing your kid at 18 goes out into the world and they get a thousand dollars a month is like that's yeah. good to know that they're not they'll they won't have to live in squalor you know they could be on the poverty line basically just a notch up of where we're right. starting now you know what i mean i don't know i think it's a cool idea but there's always drawbacks to everything and shit happens i'm stoked to give no foley what he has to say about it next what i mean i already know i've listened to <laughs> well, like yeah, every listen to all of it but every podcast i could find with andrew yang and every interview and stuff i've looked online and tried to i read his whole website 
I've already like kind of listened to it all a bunch, and I he like I don't see any holes, but I'm not fucking. A oh, he says taking a chip to get UBI. Yeah, see, that's weird. That's like forceful. Oh, they could just mail it to me a digital. Ooh, they could put it in a, a bank. Can they you? just put it in a PayPal or some sort of like? You don't no, have to stick anything in me, bro. I would not do that. <laughs> no. See what I'm saying? It's a slippery slope, bro. Yeah, let us pay you to microchip. But is that you. even a thing, or is he making it up? Who you know? knows? Or is that just know. a scary outcome? He'll, he'll Who comment knows? in in a minute. Yeah, we got some new ones in. Yeah, um, hold on though. So like, I don't know, like. I've never really paid attention to politics because I didn't have anything to politic about. Like, politics to me is always rich people that have resources or control or power, and they're politicking and fighting with each other and trying to get their way. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, we have to have leaders and people that have stuff and and help, and there's people that are better at things than other people, you know? Like, I'm not saying that shouldn't be, but... If you're fighting over it, man, you just have – like I couldn't fight. I was too – like a lot of us. We're too busy having to work. We have family issues. We have other shit going on. We're trying to mm. get through the day and like have a good – we're trying to cover our own basic needs of survival. You know what I mean? To worry about politics where you're like worrying about fucking – these dudes are arguing over millions, you know? Yeah. Old people are just arguing over millions and, and, and they're playing games, jamming up the system, stopping progress because – uh, you know, someone wants oil or someone wants some sort of interest in like, there's a lot of fuckery, you know what I mean? In, in America and the, it, it, it's the most amazing place. But like, I've been aware for a very long time that it's the wild west and people can make a profit chewing up human lives, selling them a product that poisons them in the name of freedom too, which is like, I get it because skateboarding is slightly dangerous and I wouldn't want someone to tell me I couldn't skateboard. Mm. No one could tell me enough skate whatever you know i don't want someone to police us either you know but dude they went so far man went so far cigarettes is an example of that like all the stuff they added in there to the point where it's like the body count the body count yeah crazy all right let's get off this but uh andrew's coming on i'm gonna lend him the platform because you guys that listen to this podcast you made this happen and this guy could be the next president if people vote, I think he needs like that'll be so. Go to his website real quick. I just want to see. Yeah. Type in andreyang.com because he has to get donations, and they could just be small donations. I think it's like a ten dollar donation, even less. I don't know, but he has to get like so many donations to even get to the to the competition of the election. It should be the first thing. Scroll down. Yeah, there oh, it is. Oh, here we go. It's yep. a meter. So you, he needs to get 65 oh, like donations. Yeah, he has to get 65,000 donations. He's at 34,163 um, before he can even be into the debates, basically. Yeah. If you if you donate to him, you can at least get him into the debates. I did. I kicked him is 20. Is that how it works? Yeah, I kicked him 20. Apparently, I don't know. I've never voted. Yeah. Get Andrew into the debates. 65,000 individual donors needed by May 15th, 2019. <laughs> I only like this this politician, or he claims he's not a politician, but I only like this dude because uh, he just doesn't – he has big ideas, different ideas, and he's mm. talking about changing the system. And I've never voted because the system's never helped me or my family because we were surviving, just trying to figure out our own issues and and the stuff we had to get past and, like, shit happens, you know, in life. And, uh, yeah, but this guy's talking about, you know, switching it up, the right. whole economy basically. Change it to humanity first. That's his slogan. So I just liked it because he didn't sound like anyone else I've ever heard, basically. Yeah. Whether I agree with everything or not, 
I don't know because I don't I can't predict the future, and I know there's pitfalls to everything, but I don't know. I think it's worthy worthy to hear about. Yeah. All right, new more questions. Um, let's see. Here, let me scroll. We made it. Start down. at the top. Just go in yeah, order. So UVI, we got through that. Steve Stanton says, "What's popping?" Steven, what up? Steven shreds, man. Right? Do you know Steven? Um, I'll have to show you some clips. He's like a young kid that comes to Edge once in a while. Huh. He's kind of big, like Joe Sway, a little okay. bit. He did a kickflip into the bank, the bank wall. He just put up another yeah. recently. Yeah, he shreds. You can see he's like he's trying to figure out what his capabilities are. He's like a big dude. He's got some muscle and pop, and he's like trying to fine tune it all. It's fun to watch. I don't get to see him skate Tight. that much, but he's always fun to skate with. Tight. Um, my girlfriend says hello, boys. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Shelly? Crushing um, it. Um, Steve Stanton again. Have you watched Ode to London by Chris Joslin? I haven't watched that new video part. It uh, must be. No, but we'll watch it after for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Jocelyn, side note. He rips, man. He rips, and doesn't he, isn't he doing it like me on no ACLs? Yeah. Yeah. Beast. I'm pretty sure, actually. Yeah. I'm not positive if it's both or just like one of his One movies. of his, yeah. yeah. Same yeah, with I'm me. I'm pretty sure he's got like a, yeah, yeah. that's funny. He's probably got a high pain tolerance. Well, I mean, it's not funny, but it's No, but he, I could, I could bet he has a high pain tolerance and a lot of heart. Yeah. And determination. Yeah. So, I hope you, I hope you can balance that one out. I've managed to do it, man. Like, I'm still skating. I feel like I'm still learning tricks, and it's not too painful, which is amazing. It mm -hmm. used to be way worse when I was younger. The injuries are no joke. If you haven't, check them out. Get an M MRI, KK. Yeah. Tomorrow. Get an MRI. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> Just get it checked out, because then you know, you know? Um, Where do we go? Go in order. What do we got? So, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure I'm staying in order here. Thanks. Um... What's a good way to not get kicked out of street spots is Quinn McGregor 23. Hell yeah, Quinn. Um, is to be cool to people. It looks like Steve added in be polite or just send it. Yeah, fair enough. I'd say just be polite. Like, keep it cool and, and uh, yeah. try to give people the benefit of the doubt when you're out in the streets because they're out there too. You're I always try to there. bargain for more time because if you're nice, you can sometimes get an extra like 15 minutes. If yeah. you're just like really nice and just be like, listen, like I'm seriously just going to be here for like 10 more minutes and then you'll never see me again. Yeah. Like, that's it. You no. trying to convince me? No. You, go yeah, ahead. No, no. Dude, remember? Is it a backside flip? Go um, ahead. It was like in Florida <laughs> at that bump to rail and the guy came out like three separate times but I kept, kept being like, dude, I'm sorry. Like we're from Massachusetts, I'm you will literally never see me here again. That's like, the funniest thing on a street I'll be mission. Done in Fifteen minutes, yeah. and I promise you, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I saw a photo of one dude on yeah. his knees, like begging yeah. a security yeah. guard. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, you don't have to go that far. But yeah. if you're like, if you go about it, respect. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> like, yo, I'm just trying to get through my day, bro. Calm down. <laughs> too much? <laughs> I go too far? No. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so funny though because it is so accurate some people do just take it too far you don't want to like be over begging because then the guard I feel like will almost just take that as being like uh, dominant he can be like get you out of there yeah either that or kid submissive he's like, sarcasm they're just like are submissive. you just messing with me right now like yeah. <laughs> um it goes both ways yeah. like I'm always polite I go respectful route and yeah. if they come out straight out of the gate and you know they're gonna be a problem hot, I just walk away dude yeah. I am never one to just be like giving them shit back I just walk away yeah, if they touch me, that's where I draw a line. Yeah? Yeah. I I'm respectful, and they could be rude to me, all that stuff. I might tell them how I feel and be a little snarky, but leave. I won't stick around. Um, 
But if they touch me, if they come out the gates and they're hot and touch me, then we're gonna have words, and then I'm you know, we might push each other. And it's going down. Yeah, that's just, no one should touch you out in the streets. Yeah, I don't true, care if I have a skateboard or not. Like I'm a fucking grown person. I, just I pay my at, taxes. If the guard shoved me, I'd be like, all right, later. <laughs> not me, bro. Yeah, you better not let, touch his. Yeah, hands but on you'd me. stand a chance, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just me. Like I'd use my best judgment. I'm yeah. not acting like I'm tough by no, any no, no, means. No, no, no. I, I like, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, actually, there's that video, the viral one of me with yeah, that guy. Yeah, he actually like chest bumped me i didn't do anything i verbally ruined him i hurt his feelings <laughs> made fun of his zest but like i didn't that physically karma. that's what you get when you throw somebody's property over a fence away from them but that you don't own but but in my head if it was someone that like that dude i didn't feel like he was a threat so i didn't yeah. hit him or nothing but if I, if someone touched me and i felt threatened right then i would probably just out of natural that i have i would not probably yeah. it's happened to me before where you just like someone's grabbed you and yeah. you're just like fuck this and you get into like well, dude, some, some shit people just like it's like yeah. natural instinct they wouldn't know how to react you know yeah so like it I'm always respectful and cool because yeah. you're out on the street. You're trying to get something done. They're trying to do their job, and everyone's trying to make the world go round. Right. We don't always have to see eye to eye, but we got to respect each other. So when I'm out on the street, I try to give them common respect and treat them like however old they are and give them respect and see what they can handle, you know? Yeah. And I hope they do it to me. And I get that it's a weird situation because we're kind of breaking the law, you know? Or we are breaking the law. You can't see Yeah, well, what if he just but, picked up your board and sorry. Th- he, th- he just picked up your board and threw it over a fence? Well, that dude... Kid, what if there was a kid on the other side yeah, of that fence that, that he had just thrown that board into? Yeah, that dude's a different situation because he wasn't even a cop or security guard. He was just a dude. Just a pedestrian that yeah, on the street. he just was there like... There are like 80% of the people that are going to kick you out, though. You know what I mean? I know. That's it's no. like 80% of the time we're just dealing with random people. Yeah. But I, I still gave him... Re- I couldn't really give him respect because he just came at me. It was like he chest bumped me and just came at me. I couldn't even use my words. Yeah. Words are the first thing you should that use. That like a weird situation. The goal with the, with what you're doing out there is trying to get a trick and film it and, and skate with the homies and everyone have fun and make an edit. So you have to use your words and... Uh, yeah, that should be the goal. You got to have a goal. If you're out there to get into a fight, then that's a whole different thing, you know? But if I'm always out there in the streets trying to film and skate and we're trying to work on something together, you know? So words could get you 10 more minutes, like you're saying, you know? Mm. Whereas if you're just like young and dumb or old and dumb. Or yeah, you just want to be like, yeah. yeah. Just and be you're a loose dick. cannon and yeah, start it's like freaking you're out, out on them. First of all, you're out there in the streets and these people are working their Recognize nine to five. Recognize what you're yeah. doing. You're, you're out showing skateboarding. up to somebody's business yeah. and skating on it. Yeah. Like, not everyone's going to take it's gotta that. It's got to happen, though. Sorry. Gonna, yeah, it's got to happen. <laughs> not everyone's going to take it lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pick your battles. <laughs> but words will save you every time if you say what you mean and mean what you say. Right, yeah. right. And I feel like um, I remember... I remember when we were in Atlanta and Billy was trying that wall ride, and we were at um, it was a fast food spot. Yeah, it was drive through. What was Billy it? Billy was running was across like the drive through. I want to say it was like Zaxby's chicken or something. spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a Zaxby's. Yeah, but yeah, he was trying that wall ride. The guy comes out, kicks us out, but he was like kind of like not serious he seemed about it he was yeah. like yeah you gotta get, like it seemed to be like he was just saying get out of here because we had to get out of there yeah sometimes it works in your yeah. fa- favor people don't and give then a shit billy yeah. just kept trying and then uh they brought an audience they came back out with there a couple like two. more people and yeah. billy's like yo i'm so sorry like we're gonna be out of here in a few and he's just like no i respect the determination do you nice. want like a drink or something <laughs> <laughs> zaxby's water <laughs> What's dude, mic, bro? Dude, that's so funny though that like i don't know that story will never like that, they don't that own memory will, that memory will never leave yeah. 
my head just how cool that guy was. Like he's just working. He's he trying to do like, the deck. Oh, man, he doesn't realize that he's like a one of a kind store manager. I've had it happen. There's people out there, dude, that are cool as hell. Some people are just like cool as hell, and they don't own that thing, and it's just a yeah. job. And they're like, I'm not gonna make a big deal. Like get your time in. Yeah, yeah, it's so sick. He was hyped on it, and then he landed it, and they were cheering it on. You can hear it in the audio when he lands. <laughs> I think there's B sides of that online too. Um, yeah, man. I mean, so if people are just human. And the thing about that is, like, everyone skates. So people that's worked every job now, they've probably been a skateboarder at one point. Someone has, you know? Right. Like, skateboarders could be anything, you know, and do anything. So, you know, you could be working at a store. You could be a firefighter. You could be a cop. I've had a cop skateboarder come up. Remember that dude? He tray flipped. I filmed him. Oh, and him then he ended flip. up pulling you over, too, yeah. right? Well, I filmed him as a young lad yeah. tray flipping when he was a security guard. And he knew me then. He was like, yo, what up, Anthony Shetler, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what up, man? And then he was like, check this out. And he did a tray flip in his uh, security guard uniform. That's I was like, so sick. Funny. I posted it, then got a bunch of views. And then I seen him like a year, year or two later. And he's like, yo, remember, remember me? You filmed that video? I was like, no shit. He pulled me over. He was a cop. Pulled me over to tell me. That it was him. That's so funny. And then funny. he even said, he even said, he goes, yeah, I was only a security guard then. I'm a cop now. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, what? A little, a little crazy, but. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was such a weird day, man. I got pulled over because I was me and he wanted to show me it was, he upgraded to being a cop. That is. So but he had a nice trade flip. He had a really nice trade flip. so funny. Like, just <laughs> like eyed you down and pulled you over. Yeah, I thought I was getting pulled over. I was looking out, and then I looked, and as soon as I caught his eyes, KK, yeah. I was like, "It's the homie!" Like, That's and he is so, so cool. Like, really excited, but super cool. Yeah, that is amazing. You want to go back to the top of the list? All right, my girlfriend asked, "When was the last time you had a donut?" Oh me? Yeah. Oh, so you've been on that that raw foods break, but your Friday's your cheat day now. Yeah. Well, now I'm switched it up because it's evolving. So doing the thirty days of eating no processed stuff. So all I'm basically eating is coconut oil to saute vegetables. So like onions. You can have potatoes too. Sweet potatoes, okay. onions, peppers. Um, I have some spinach in there, garlic, like all the stuff. Coconut oil sauteed and then you can have protein so like chicken beef or like pork and then fresh fruits so uh-huh. apples bananas oranges grapes tons of grapes <laughs> tons of grapes have you ever thought about mashing all those down and making some sort of donut mixture oh that would be amazing i never thought of that it's a good concept though uh last time i had a donut though has been a long time because I know, right? before the 30 day thing I was trying just to cut down on donuts because it just becomes easy habit and pattern to just yeah. get like that quick donut even every day because you go buy. I got into a weird croissant habit over I the past it. week. Like croissant toasted with butter, I noticed oh. I was like getting one like every day, and then I was like, "Wait, what am I doing?" <laughs> I do. I know. <laughs> I come here I just know. for coffee. Stop I know. getting the food. Yeah, that's how you get that little extra. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, I could use that at this point, but still. But the sugar high, like I just like love donuts and chocolate, and it's so enticing, and you could just. And the thing is, like, what I realized after the 30 days of not having any of that processed sugar in my body was that I was dumbing myself down by getting high off of sugar all day Mm. at times. Not always, but a lot of times because you just have that angst, that feeling, and maybe you're too powerful. Maybe you're too much for your own self, and you just, like, 
you need a little escape from the normal day, you know? Like, you're too intense sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, I just need a donut. It'll give me that little, like, <laughs> oh, you'll feel like kind of... Or McDonald's. You eat McDonald's, you just got the, like... I ate Wendy's like, right before we... Down. After I dropped yeah. you off to get your car, I scooped Wendy's, came right here. Yeah, but the sugar, like, it starts out giving oh, you a amazing. high. But then if you continue to eat it all the time, then it just... Just like anything, it becomes, like, you need more of it. You need, like, you know? So it slows you down. You can't be in one state all the time, basically. So, yeah. like, doing 30 days cleared me for 30 days and i was like you know what i feel like i have more energy all this stuff and i was like maybe i was just dumbing myself down because like i'm an intense person you know Mm -hmm. like fucking can't help it bro (laughs) but uh so maybe i just kept eating the sugar because it's just little ways to like just kind of like it was like my fix and then i don't need it so but i do need it that's the truth of the matter so what i've decided is now i'm just gonna have one cheat meal a day right a week whatever i eat so I'll eat clean six days a week. Mm-hmm. That's the majority. No snacking. I have to be regiment. I have to be on top of it. Just because, like, I have to, like, if I let one donut in, Shelly, if I let one donut in, it might come, like, two days later, I might be like, oh, Boston cream. <laughs> I had one two days ago, you know? Like, so I have to have that one that's a week. So I know, like, okay, I'm going to be kind of hungry all day, but I can eat good food. Yeah. But I'm just going to have that craving for something that's, like, Orgasmic, you know, like a Reese's. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or you're like, uh, uh, white chocolate Reese's. That was me. That was That's me. mine. <laughs> I like the white Reese's. Those yeah. Those are so good. That's Just strange, tastes like peanut but butter and fluff. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I love oh, Reese's. So. so good. But so I know on Fridays, that's my cheat day so far, is that. I can be good all week, eat great, because the food's awesome. I just, everything I was rambling off, all that produce, it's like yeah. amazing. I mean, food's good. You know, you don't, it's just not quick and easy. You know, right. you got to cook it. You yeah. got to have clean dish- dishes. You got to have like some, <laughs> you got to like have a structure. It's not easy. It's a lot of yeah. time. Right? But, um, and you got to be cooking a lot and stuff. I, I love think that's cooking. a big problem for people though, is like the inconvenience sometimes. I know that's the problem. Cause I, I, I'll drive all day. Yeah. So I'm like driving and I'm like going by like 50,000 Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin's, yep. not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. I know. Dunkin's. Yeah. Now Dunkin'. Only Dunkin'. First name basis now. Dumb. Dunkin'. Dumpkin. That's what they should have called it. Dumpkin. They yeah. should make that because that would be delicious and I'd eat it. Um, but yeah, on Fridays, I'm trying to get good session in and then uh, cheat meal. First one was with Evan, young Evan Mansalillo, and, Sh- and Sean Egan didn't come. But we had a skate session at OMF and then we went out to eat and I got a beer because I can't drink either because it's got all the, it's like processed, you know? So oh. I didn't drink for 30 days. I just thought of that now. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I did crave a beer, though. I oh. craved it pretty much immediately. And really? I don't even really drink that I feel that like much. it was just the fact you couldn't. Probably. Yeah. So the first thing I had was a beer, Guinness. I mean, not Guinness. Uh, Gantt. Nice. Yeah, I got a Gantt. Yeah, I was in Rhode Island. Yeah, I was like... You're right there. Yeah, I was feeling it. And beer, burger, fries, chips, and salsa. Wow, that sounds Bomb. amazing. After a good skate session. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. YouTube edit. It was a OMF edit. Oh, yep. Yeah, with Evan and Sean Egan, if you look it up. That was like a couple uh, episodes back. So, But yeah, so that was my first one. And I, I'm thinking maybe pizza. Maybe mm. pizza on the next one. I don't know. What's so, your meal? Like, what's your? what would you go to if you couldn't have it for 30 days? You just named it. Re- what, yeah, pizza? I'd get a mac and cheeseburger Ooh. and Ooh. a beer. And chips Ooh. and salsa would be great or fries. Or no, you know what? Pretzel <laughs> bites. I love... Uh, like the soft pretzels that you dip in, like like they always have like some sort of like beer yes. cheese or something like that. Like yeah. yeah, mustard. Love that. Some good stuff. 
I went to a place they had a pretzel hanging. They brought yeah. it to your table. Oh my god! Uh, this place they... Pins in Kingston does that. Yeah, I never yeah, had it, tight. but it looked good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Let me go to one of these ones. Yeah, switch it up a little bit. All right. So I don't have the names on those ones. All right. Someone from Instagram says best best trick: do a stairs you done. <laughs> Let me read that again. Best trick: do a stairs you done. Go ahead, Kevin. Interpret that. Um, yeah. that. What's the best trick you've done down down a set of okay, stairs? Okay, that's what it, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird way to write it, man. <laughs> um, best trick: do a stairs you done. I'd say the best trick downstairs I've ever done. I don't know. I'll say this: nollie flips feel super good downstairs. That's a difficult nollie kick one. flips. Yeah. When you catch a good nollie and a good flick, and you hit your foot almost like. You're leaning right to land, you know? Mm -hmm. That's like one of the best feelings down something. Yeah. Kickflip, old faithful, you know? Good kickflip down something. Mm -hmm. What you? What do you got? Uh, you don't even really like to flip your boards that much. Yeah, maybe like front shove melon grab. You got a, That's <laughs> a like the one. only trick I've really gotten on like a big set of stairs besides like an air walk. I do yeah. a lot of grabs. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. That front shove grab is a wild one. Yeah, it's a fun one. Nice. Feels comfy. <laughs> it looks super fun every yeah, time. I'm like, dude, that looks amazing. <laughs> you should do that off of something into like a tranny wall or something. Yeah, wall that would be cool. Would I be really want to do it into a wall ride, actually. That would be sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Straight nollies. Really good trick downstairs. That's scary. I don't know if it's the best one i ever done, but like I did a... Let's see. I... That's the gnarliest I'm trick. trying to think of that one you did on that, like, th three or four block that's, like, all swept out on each side. Oh, Arizona? Yeah. Did frontside flip. Yeah. Trey flipped it, too. That looked K good. flipped it. Um, that thing just looked crazy Trey on flips. film. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Didn't know you see, like, is. Rattlesnake or some shit when you were clearing that out? Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah, so definitely. sketchy. I would have a panic attack. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, you know what? It would be a switch flip. I think from Portugal. I did it down this like four flat six maybe. Damn. Yeah. It was in on our YouTube channel. It's in one of my edits. It says uh, early days, Anthony Shetler. Okay. And there's a switch flip in there. That's probably the best one I've ever done down stairs, That's which tight. answers his question. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Knew I could get it. He, did, he, write, he wrote it so crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, all right, next question is, oh, shout out Joe Handy, Skate Rocker 999. He's also skating in, what did he tell me? Joe Handy's skating in some contest. He was so excited. I was like, sick, bro. That's so funny. <laughs> it was like a warp Tour or something. I was like, that's a nightmare of mine, but you're hyped on it. So, um, He said, you running the levitate ramp? Can I skate in it? So, Levitate has an event. Oh, sick. Yeah. Pull it up. Go to levitate.com, please. They do this festival that's insane. And we did we did um, run the ramp one year. We did an all-I-need jam at the Levitate. They had a mini ramp there. It was so sick, Le uh, the festival. But it's a music fe festival, Levitate Music Festival. And go ahead. Look at the dates so we can see. It's not at the top. Oh, there yeah. we go. July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Yeah, Marshfield, Marshfield Mass, right? The homies from Levitate have been carrying all I need decks from the beginning, too. Shout out to my homie Dan. Hell yeah. And this event is insane. It's like 
music and they have a full stage and there's vendors set up and there was usually a mini ramp and there's like hundreds of people all weekend. It's like felt like a mini like Woodstocks like thing, but with concert like with acts and stuff going up. It's way sick, That's dude. Sick. We should go to it. July, right? Yeah. It's on the radar, Joey. We'll on be the there. I don't know if they're gonna have a ramp or if they need help with like stoke or hype but all i need is done it before so i'll have to reach out and uh i'm always down for that thing it's insane man and they have the skate park in the marshfield too it's epic yeah that so Marsh- good. marshfield park is beautiful um can i see the pen yes thank you sir kind sir we're gonna cross that one off and that one too all right charlie mosca shout out double time he said uh favorite skate park take this one away you got one? I do have a favorite. I just need to think about it. I'm going to pick one besides the Edge. So let's go outdoor skate park. Because Edge is a given for me. Like, Edge is home, you know? So favorite park outside your your normal one? Probably. Oh, man. You could pick a few. I mean, I, it's All right. not the biggest decision Throw in the world. Throw a few in. Willimantic. <laughs> For sure. Nice. Nice. And then. Dude, that, hold on. Pause on Willamantic. Yeah. Explain that to the folks. It's got like it's good just transition. It's a beautiful park, too. Near There's the water. a river right yeah. next to it. There's trees in the middle of the skate park. Yeah. The graffiti there's pretty sick. And it feels like it's in the middle of yeah. like Yeah. And you can pump of. around the entire park, which is sick. Like, I like any. I really like any park that you can drop in and just hit the whole thing. That's and why I like Marshfield stop. so much. I yeah. really like Marshfield, too. Yeah, it doesn't stop. You just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best feeling, it's right? It's when you can just drop in and skate the whole park. That's like my favorite type. That's actually, believe it or not, that's one of the things I love about Edge. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it, but like, it. no, I like the whole lap. Oh, yeah. You, you're, I you're love lap, going down the hallway because yeah. then you see everybody right. and you hit so many different ramps and then you just like get lost and you could do <laughs> if there's not a, some. The reason why it's weird to say that is because it gets jam packed and it's not like easy to go down the hallway sometimes, yeah. you know? But I just do it now. I'm all in scooters and di- dipping so over funny. bikes and stuff. Like, <laughs> and I got a trail of like six dudes behind me doing yeah. it too. It's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, Marshfield. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna have to say tie between Marshfield and Willimantic. No, probably Marshfield more, just because it's like more local. Yeah, and Willimantic's fun, but like I have to drive hours to get to it, and I feel like every time I've gone there since we've had to drive so far, I've spent too long there. Yeah. Whereas like Marshfield, I can just go there for an hour. Well, we definitely are going to Willimantic for a edit for a YouTube edit. Yeah, that'd for be sure. Sick. Yeah, we get we a bunch grill. of dudes and grill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, uh, Grill some. I think it was on Go Skate Day. Nice. Uh, Sam, Kyle, Geary, Tiggy, and choo, I choo, went choo. down. Nice. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. yeah, we should do that again then. Schedule that one in. Yeah. Same with the Levitate Mini Ramp Jam. I'm gonna answer this one a little different. I'm gonna answer favorite skate park was Skaters Island. It's not around anymore. Wow. But it's my favorite skate park because I learned so many tricks there. Like, those were the formative years where I was learning how to skate handrails, and I was around dudes like Zara Bassett, uh, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremy, uh, Eli Reed, Akil Brathwaite, Donnie Barley, Brandon Westgate. Not to mention, like, people that came in from out of town, too, because there's always people coming in and out. Like, I can't even name all the people that skated. Shout out to Midge, too. Boop, 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 boop. What up, Kevin DeMello? the homie but like there was so many people that rolled through there and we learned so many tricks and we were there all winter long you know and even in the summers and it was as big as the eye uh the edge you know mm-hmm. so it was just like 
Crazy Horse, shout out Crazy Horse. Everyone Fucking always talks skater. about the legend Such of Skater a leg. Island. Just yeah, before my time. Dana for Ramp KK. That's crazy, dude. You would have loved it. Me That's and crazy. dude Jeff Talismanic. Shout out Jeffy. Choo, choo, choo. He uh, belly flopped from the top of that vert, vert ramp. I think we talked about it on early shows. Damn. And it was over McDonald's. The guy who's on Whole30 right now, it was on McDonald's. Because he, he, I told him if he put his board on the coping and didn't drop in again, because he kept bitching out a little yeah. bit. I was like, dude, if you do that again, you put your tail on the coping, you don't do it, you have to buy me McDonald's. <laughs> that was enough. That was enough to hold him to it. And then he just stick manned all the way to flat. And you know Jeff, he's like frail and skinny, especially back then. He's built like me, dude. Just I know skin he, and bones. Yeah, but now he's a little. He's got some meat on him. But yeah, he's dude. an electrician and he's got muscle. Yeah, he belly flopped so hard it was like oh man, straight from like twelve foot vert ramp. Oh, he survived it though. Last time I went to ride, dropped Took it, it like fell a man. On that fucking vert ramp it wasn't nearly as bad as what you just described, but do that you, is the scariest feeling going down. Do you have knee pads on a vert ramp? No, no. Would no. you? I feel like you should, dude. You probably get so good at vert if you just put on some knee Maybe, and elbow pads. I don't, I don't think I'd get good at vert. Every time I sit on the coping, I'm like, whoo. <laughs> But if you had pads on, maybe just to like get yeah, that experience maybe. of doing. I like only a tried to drop grind. in because I was there with my girlfriend and we were just pumping back and forth. And yeah. then I, uh, I just went and climbed up onto the coping just to like look at it. And then I was like, shit, now I'm up here. I kind of have to drop in. Like, did I'm you do any other thing on down. it? No, hell no, dude. I've rocked a fakie and fifty fifty to vert ramp. Oh my god! Wow, I can't believe you haven't. No, I did. Uh, <laughs> I the only I hit I hit a frontside slash on the one at FDR. That's the most. Whoa. That's the only time my coping is. I mean, my truck has ever touch coping on a vert ramp really yeah and you skate so much transition i know yeah it's kind of weird it's probably because i had access to a vert ramp when i was younger so i just oh, like oh yeah true. Had, i was you're in winter like yeah. i needed to do something different rise is just terrifying too there's is huge yeah i, I like dude, it compare, is. like think of like the one in like um yeah that one looks like, like charm city in baltimore yeah like compared to rye yeah like it's fucking night and day. I seen Weller was there in the one at Rye, though. Yeah. He was doing brother. backside airs and stuff. Wait, Frank was, too? I don't know if he did airs, but I saw him skating the vert ramp. Dude, they're crazy. Yeah. Frank was trying to get this, like, ride in off the refrigerator box on the big side of the mini ramp. He didn't do it, but... Oh, wait. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I thought he was going to get it. Yep. No dice. Uh, yeah, favorite skate park. Skaters Island, it was legendary. Everyone through there. It was the edge before the edge, and, like... I tried to spend as much time as I could there, and I met so many people that I'm still friends with to this day because of Skaters Island. And I had people that relate to me and come up to me and just, they just, first thing they say, we never even met, but they're like, remember the island days. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. Really sick, man. Dude, he actually commented, Charlie Muska commented it and said his dad skates with him and said that it was his favorite park in the 90s. Skaters Island? Yeah. Damn, shout out. Everyone loves his dad, that place. Read the comment exactly. Uh, it says, yo, my dad skates with me, and he said that was his favorite park in the 90s. Wow, sick. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so cool your dad skates. Right? That's fucking dream come true right it. there. Whenever you come to Marshfield KK, you always kill it. Hey, much appreciated, man. Who's that? That was Charlie Mosca as well. Hell yeah. Uh, Pick up where we left off. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Here, let me scroll back up a little bit. Oh, B-Cat. What up, B-Cat? Said Works nice at the sweatshirt. Edge. Shout out 9 to 5. I was going to say that too because we were speaking about Nick Barth. Yeah, Barth, he needs to hop back this, on the horse. This is Nick Barth's pro uh, passion project. Yeah. 9 to 5 all day. Woo! I like it. It's getting back to it very soon. Yeah, Stay man. Patient. He's made he made some stuff and he's just been like um, what else doing it. Scroll past. Yeah. All right, here we go. Catch him back up. 
Um, Grandpa's mandolin said, KK, how do you bail on gnarly transition? He doesn't even skate gnarly transition. Yeah, I don't really skate gnarly transition. <laughs> the regular transition, He's just kidding, run. though. He's lying, because the stuff he's done, crazy. You just run it out, though? Yeah. Don't try to slide, because yeah. that's like, uh, I've seen people, like, twist shit up. Like, because you Sliding. think you can just, like, hip slide back in, but that's how you'll end up, like, doing something crazy, your ankle, your knee, or something. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good run to know. it out. Good Run it know. out. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I can't even knee slide, dude. Even if I had knee pads, I think if I tried, I can't say that. I uh, dude, it. I learned how to knee slide at Woodward because they made you learn to skate the mini mega ramp there. <laughs> yeah, so everyone you, has in, to in do order, it. In order to skate the mini mega ramp, they make you go through like this whole thing where they, they teach they you should. how to knee slide, <laughs> and they you have to. You have to knee slide down the landing ramp, and then you have to uh, drop in on the landing ramp and kick turn on the, the like the mega quarter pipe, and then knee slide down that from the top. Dude, which was actually mad scary. To they do. shooting that kids out like, of cannons. Things like twenty feet tall. <laughs> That's wild. Dude. Yeah, I remember when I did it. I kick turned and dropped like ten feet, and then like just caught my knees like on the transition. It definitely looked so bad, but I like. So I'm guessing you learned. Skate it so you learned bad. to knee slide. Somewhat. Yeah. I don't think I could do it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wild, dude. They're shooting little kids yeah. out of cannons. That's at literally what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the catapult. Is there padding on the ground? Or no. You just send it? Dude, no. <laughs> it's set up like something at a fair. It's like all these like metal pieces connecting. Like, it looks like something you'd like... Connector just, set? Like, you just set it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Reckless. Like, it looks like it could be moved. Cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. Right. I've actually seen it, I think. I didn't even... Take it serious, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go in order. All right. Find some we missed. Shout out, Shout whoever. out, Brian Bryson. Boop, boop, Brian. Um, let's see. Up, oh, Grandpa's mandolin. His kids are crying. Peace out, bros. Later, Grandpa's. Later, homie. Thanks for the Until questions, too. You're crushing it. Um, Steady support, man, on the YouTube channel. Love it, man. Shelly asks, have you ever been to the new skate indoor skate park in Connecticut? We'll Not be yet. going there soon enough, though. Yeah, the Hive, uh, New London, Connecticut, opened up an indoor skate park. So if you're in that area and you need a place to shred, or even yeah. if you're not in that area and it you just want to so check out an epic park and drive, charge it. You know? I cannot wait to go. We're on. We're going on our way, for sure. Um, Definitely got to get a YouTube edit, for sure, right? Yeah, the, for sure. So fun. Joshua Hamill Skate, the park and rise is Amazing, and, and then, Rye, yeah, Rye. It's I. It's so big, but I know some's built they for like just up biking, though, right? I've noticed as of that's late, good. they've been switching the setup a lot. How's this so. street stuff? That's what I'm trying to ask. Uh, I haven't it's, been there. It's in a fun. Long time. It's fun. Do you have to wear a helmet? Yeah. Even if you're 18 and over. Yeah. Even if you're a professional, they'll they'll put a they'll put a helmet on. They you. put it on. Yeah. yeah. See, that's too much for me. Yeah. I mean, I'll put a helmet on and skate, but that seems like all right. That we can assess some risk. It was just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. I'm 18. I'm 36 now. Yeah, I like, think it's their insurance thing. The guy was very like keen yeah. on telling me like, yeah, we don't have the same insurance company as Edge. I think so. it's a nonprofit. Maybe that's what maybe it that's is. A stipulation yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's because it's. But yeah. that's still too much, man. If you're an adult, right. you should assume your own risk. You know. And they covered up the bowls. Like the concrete bowls. And the only reason I say that is because helmets are fucking itchy, annoying. You yeah. sweat, it gets oh, in wait, your eyes. Actually... It's not, it doesn't Hold help up, that you. makes me, that reminds me, I meant to read this one, but we accidentally scrolled past it. He said, uh, Steven Stanton said, how do you, how do y'all feel when, uh, people say you should wear a helmet and pads when street skating? When street skating? <laughs> Here, here's what, how I feel. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't tell me how to do my skateboarding. Oh my God. Do I have God. to wear a certain color now? Do I have to have a jock strap? <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> Who's gonna tell me that? Yeah. No one better tell me that. Lose my number if you do. If you if you want to wear a helmet, <laughs> if you want to wear a helmet, wear a helmet. There's people out there that yeah. want to wear a helmet. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do it, do it. I'm I not. never judge anyone who's wearing a helmet because I'm like, dude, they probably hit their head really hard. Yeah, and they yeah. want to be safe. Exactly. I have no discrepancy against right. that at all. But me personally. I, skateboarding is like an art and like the, yeah. kind of the way it looks aesthetically is one of the best things about skateboarding right. to me. So I don't – I'd rather take the bruises I have and I don't even hit my head that often. But one time it could happen and hurt you. But like right. you could do that tripping on ice I sh- out in the snow yeah, and live exactly, in the winter. Exactly. Get in a car accident. Like fucking shit could happen, you know. Right. But for me it's like something about the way skateboarding looks. It's just like I don't – I wouldn't want to film with Yeah, go look at on. the state of Rhode Island and everyone thing. ripping around on a motorcycle without a helmet. Yeah. They're sending it. And you know why? Because they know they're too. in control of the bike. Yeah. They know what they're doing. We're they're in hoping, control of it. They're having faith that people – And they're accepting the fact yeah. that like an accident could happen, but they're more – they're I don't know. People I, could I respect be re- it. People could be reckless even with helmets on. Yeah. You could get an angry, reckless person on a helmet and they could still no, kill themselves. No, exactly. Yeah. It'll give you that weird sense of safety, whereas without a helmet, you're kind of more... I feel like you're like, okay, yeah. I gotta be careful. All right, so if we're, talk, if we're talking helmets, though, shout out ProTech, RP, what up? <laughs> ProTech in the building. They always support the New England Am, which is coming in November, folks. Skate event. Choo-choo. So oh, I'm getting excited. I'm already thinking it's so far off, but I'm like the energy and the amount of people that come is in the amount of skateboarding, heavy skateboarding that goes down is so yeah. sick. Anyways, helmets. If you're a young kid, man, and you're learning, it might be smart to have pads and helmets, yeah. especially if like I started when I was 12 and 13 and I had no adults around me and I was just like given a skateboard and I just got away from everything and skated and I didn't have any pads. Mm-hmm. I definitely took some bruises and bangs and injuries that like... If I had a little bit of guidance and maybe some pads in the beginning, I would have not had them. And then I would have not took those injuries, you know? Yeah. Fine. I'm fine, you know? I you survived also, it easy. You also learn how to fall better without pads. Whereas yeah, like knee pads is a weird pads, one, right? Yeah, you yeah. see kids that, that grew up skating with knee pads. Once the knee pads finally come off, they you have see to, them bailing onto their knees Not always, knee pads or but they have to learn like, to not yeah. bail. They're like yeah. kind of not learning to fall correctly. Right, yeah. right. If you want to skate without pads. And street skating... It's I would like you could do whatever you want, go ahead. But to me, it's just not going to look that cool. Like, no, yeah, it, it could be cool or whatever. But to me, my personal preference, I don't know. I like the way people skate. I like the way their style looks. Like right, and not everyone needs knee pads on. They're doing ledge lines with knee pads on. That'd be hilarious. They can do it. They make want, that happen. Helmet, I'm going like, to do that. Um, I'm doing that now. We're getting the... protect knee pads, and I'm going to do a line. Just when a you flat put a helmet line. on, and you and someone else is watching it, you're lo- you're take you're eliminating that like subject of danger that makes skateboarding Ooh, very I like your angle here. It makes skate that's like what makes like a part Fun. sick to watch. It's like, oh my god, that dude could have just died right there easily. Yeah. And that's like a trick you'll never forget, like or something, you know what I mean? And that learning how to assess risk yeah. and danger has helped me greatly. Learning that through skateboarding has helped me so much in life. Yeah. You know the fine line and you know where you can go and you know when right. you can push you it and you can move the line. Handrail, and then you see him do the like, same person do the same handrail with a helmet on. It's like, okay, this guy's like, if he falls, he's not really at much of a risk. This guy without a helmet, he could fall and just smash his face off this thing. You're basically you know just I mean? describing like, the Olympics, dude. It's going to be a bunch yeah. of dudes out there with pads <laughs> and helmets on and football right. uniforms and You're they're right, going to be though. doing crazy shit, but it's going to be like gladiator style. We're yeah. just like, this is comical almost. It is kind of some of that shit. So true. One of the things I love about skateboarding is that it can be super simple too. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And it's very basic. It can be super simple and plain. And I like just came across and... freestyle skateboarding for the first time yeah. in years the other night. <laughs> nice. You didn't know about freestyle skating? I just haven't How seen it in friends? years, oh. dude. In years. I was like, oh my God, that's mind. still a thing. Yeah. And now there's like a, like it what appears to be a, like a growing community. I mean, it's probably always been there and it's been continuing. More people get into it. Yeah. Yeah. More access to see everything now. Right. But to me, I'd rather go to a freestyle competition than a fucking the Olympics. I mean, I wouldn't mind going to the Olympics either, but like yeah. if I had to watch one, dude, freestyle would probably be way funner because <laughs> it's not even close to the version of skating I do, you know, or it's not like they're not going to be skating handrails, that's for sure, or like be weird. <laughs> it's going to be weird. <laughs> they, they, they have like a padded railing they have to grind. Oh, dude, whatever. Or like resi, they make like a resi rail. <laughs> or like uh, a resi hubba. They will. They'll get to it. There'll be parents voting on whether there should be like... It's like going to fucking gymnastics time. Oh, my God. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not what I want to do. A bunch of dudes with helmets and leotards skating. All right, here's a, here's a question from Anti-Europhine. I hope I spelled that correctly or said that correctly. He said, do you think I could make it as a professional skateboarder? I don't know you, so... I think I could make it as a professional skateboarder. You did. Yeah, I. He's. I think. I think I can. Yeah. Hmm. But you're gonna have to figure it out, bro. It's not easy. It takes hard work. And like to be a pro, it's like you gotta aim at it and you gotta like make that mean something to not only you but those around you. You know, like because to be pro, people gotta like want to support you and like if you're gonna put your name on a board, like people are gonna, you know, you gotta give them a reason to want to turn you pro. You know, that's why I was always like when I was younger, I was like, dude, I want to. They might. They gave me goals that were awesome. He was like my friends, basically, that were team managers were just like, and my filmer, dude. And like people, when I asked for advice, because I always kind of wanted to be sponsored. It's a weird thing to say because I'm so like, sponsor yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. But I always wanted to be sponsored because I was a young kid and like I loved skating and I was pretty good at it. And I just had so much energy and it was like my coping mechanism. And I traveled and I scummed around and stuff. And uh, I figured if I had a sponsor, it would help me cover my needs, you know? Yeah. And that's what I did with it. When I got the money, I just, like, got a car so I could be mobile, paid my bills so I could live, got food, lived modest, you know? Mm -hmm. Saved some for taxes and a rainy day, you know? And that was, like, a good thing. That helped me, you know? Sponsors come and go, though. You don't always have sponsors, you know? Right. But, dude, anybody could be a pro if they wanted to. You just, like, got to work on your skating and focus on it. And, like, you got to enjoy it. It's got to be fun, too. Like, some people take it too much all the time, and they're not even fun to be around. And they're super good, but they're just, like, too much, you know? Mm -hmm. You ever been around someone who's super good, but they just kind of, like, antisocial and, like, oh, attitude yeah. and shit? Oh, yeah. And you're just like, dude... Like you're All fucking amazing at yeah, skating, like, but like you're not sharing it yeah, with anyone no, but yourself. Exactly. So you're like, no, why should you be pro? You know, right? It's like, who's just because you think you should be? It's like. There's pros, and we all got to, like, there's more than one pro. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's more than one person involved in skating. It's like everyone should get respect. Filmers, mm -hmm. team managers, like, people that work in warehouses, like, people that... Right. Everyone. Skateboard. People that just skate, they put their life into right. it, no matter how good they are. Like, you know? like. I agree. So it's like, yeah, I believe you could be pro. Because I, I think it's, I know it's possible if you can find a way. But you got to build it into your life, dude. It's not going to be easy. People think turning pro is like, and sometimes it is easy for people, but usually it doesn't last because it's given to them mm -hmm. and it's a little too easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and then they get like everything they want and then they just, you know? Yeah. 
Right. I know dudes that are like amazing at skateboarding and they get all the adulation and all the the praise of being great at skateboarding. Everyone jocks them. But like it, that's kind of allowed him to just scoot by. Yeah. And like be like waste his time and be have idle time to just get into bullshit. Right. That has nothing to do with skating because mm-hmm. he's already getting to the top of the mountain. Everyone thinks he's the greatest. Right. You know? Like that's not good either. Dude, it's fucked up. And people continue to praise it. It's like... Yeah. Because then it becomes like, you're like, it's like a cool image or something that like everyone's in on. But it's like, behind the scenes, it's just reckless mess and trauma and drama. And then you spread the gossip about all the drama and and that becomes like lore, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is like, dude, if you want to live like that, go right ahead. But to me, it's like, you should find a way to spend time doing things you love with people you love and like... It shouldn't be, like, so reckless and up and down. There should be a balance, you know? And people should all be working at things that are challenging to them, Mm -hmm. whether people are telling them or not, you know? But, dude, anybody could be pro. You just got to work at it, man. Figure out a way and, like, work with other people. You can't turn yourself pro. That's going to (laughs) be – it's too tough, man. Like, you got to – you got to work with other people and because ha- for you to be pro, there has to be people behind you lifting you up and doing the work. Like for me to be pro, my homies had to be the team manager and the filmer and the 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 brand manager, and my homies had to work in a warehouse and right. like like we had like we all had to play a role for any of us to be pro together, you know. Mm-hmm. And we all had to like believe in each other and like work at things and put out sick stuff in skateboarding that people enjoy and even if they didn't you keep going and get better you know like it takes a long time it takes years that's why i love video parts because video parts is you learning how to work at something that's yours but you got to work with other people Mm -hmm. and you got to like kind of figure it out even if you're putting it out by yourself you got to like film with a filmer right and that's you two working at something together he's working at the filming you know and even just in the spots, in the streets, man. You got to have people watch cars. You, right. you got to have homies like Ramsey, dude. Ramsey should be pro. <laughs> Ramsey should be pro in my eyes because he's like, he's got a good kickflip, but like mm-hmm. he's not gnarly, you know? But he's like always the funniest dude. Like he brings that energy where you're like, we need a Ramsey in the crew, you yeah. know? Like we should do a Ramsey gas model. That would be fun. Yeah? That'd I think so, right? Yes. Fucking A. Yes. All right, um... Uh, but yeah, man, in all seriousness, if you want to be pro, man, just learn how to cover your basic needs. Learn to work <coughs> just in life because then if you work and even if you work for someone else or you work a really hard job, just do it so you learn like the value of your time because someone will pay you to do work, you mm-hmm. know? And then if you think you deserve more or you don't like that work or you're better than it, then you'll hustle and you'll get better and you'll figure out how to expand your character and you'll yeah. find ways to like – to earn what you you want, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it just takes like growth and it takes the ability to work through things like, you know? Right. Like I start at the bottom. You got to start at the bottom and work your way up from there. So like get the hardest, shittiest job, get great at it. And then if you're still not satisfied, find a way to get a better job or create a job or add a stream of income somehow and just basically learn how to cover your basic needs that way you can afford to skate. And by afford to skate, I just mean afford the time to go skate. Because mm-hmm. your time's your only real currency. So, like, that's all I've ever tried to do is skate more. You know? Yeah. Like, I will work my ass off on something I hate so I can have the stress-free of knowing my bills are paid mm-hmm. so that I can skate yeah. and have those sessions. Because right. all I really want to do is skate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a balance in all things. If you mm-hmm. skate all the time, 
all the time and you have everything you ever want and you skate, 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 it's paradise. Paradise gets boring mm-hmm. and you want a little recklessness. Right. So the, the mi- truth is in the middle. You got to balance it out, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's just in life, you know? You got to figure gotta out what you... You keep it on each end, dude. You can't just have too much of one thing. Yeah. You want to be you want to be in the middle, straddling the line of life. And I think all humans inevitably want what they can't have. So if you have what you thought you wanted, you're going to start wanting other things. You know what I mean? Well, that's part of growth. It's yeah. like you get things and you achieve things and you and then you're like, then okay, you there's, a pla- yeah. there's something higher. There's exactly. Some, it's called aspiring. You're right, aspiring right, to an right. ideal. That's the whole image of God is like huh. God is supposed to be what you imagine the perfect person would be, you know? Like, okay. Yeah, like that's you have to create an image of God, you know. Yeah. That's why it's like it's crazy, right? Mm. But yeah, so to have idol, an idol is a judge because you judge yourself and yeah. you keep looking up and you know you could be better. No one knows we what the God. top of the potential is. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you can't be too like, you can't be too. You got to know you're only human though. You can aspire to be God, but you're only a human. You know, Good you're gonna make to mistakes. It, Part of the growing pain is making mistakes. <laughs> You know what I mean? And learning from it. Yeah, but that's what aspiring is. You, yeah. you try to be a better version of yourself. Right. You know? To realize you're part of something that's a one thing, you know, is powerful and un- uniting. And, mm-hmm. You know, like we're all one life, basically, you know, as cheesy and corny as it sounds. But, like, we're all gifted a life and we all have energy and we all f- can focus it on things, yeah. you know, if we want or we can squander it. Mm-hmm. But we're all lucky to have whatever this is, you know, right. like to be animated. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. I but, agree. But I would say first just learn to work. That way mm. when if you're going to be a pro, there's going to be work that comes with it. It's not a free ride, man. Even if it is, it's you see those stories where they just fall apart in ashes, you know, and they got to mm-hmm. rebuild and find a second coming. It's a lot of dudes like that. They had big na- big sponsors and did big things and then things come crashing down and they got to like tidy their life up, you know? Yeah. And sponsors come and go and shit, you know? Right. Rely on your own work ethic. Figure out how to work, whether it's through a shitty job or just through listening and and trying and and not thinking you know everything. And then if you want to be a pro skateboarder, get involved, keep involved with skateboarding and meet skateboarders and people Mm -hmm. doing cool shit in skateboarding and travel and all that stuff, you know? It takes a lot. It's like a whole lifetime to like get to that. That's why it's a big deal to be a pro skateboarder because there's dudes that have earned it and you're like, I would love to live up to that, Mm -hmm. you know? Even when you get pro, it's not over either because then if you're lucky, it keeps going, you know? And you, gotta, like, you look back and you're like, dude, I got to keep this title. Right. You got to somehow keep it going and ha- give it worth, you know? Keep it moving. Yeah, and that's through your skating and your connections and who you know. Like not in the sense of like – but in, in the community of it. Like if you're part of a community and you just are there and you know how many people we know that have been skating for just as long as we have? It's insane. Mm-hmm. You look around – whether they're pro or not, you're like this. Right. The truth is, they just kept skating in their life for this yeah. long, so they own a piece of it because they've invested their whole being into it. Because we know how it. hard tricks are, and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to do these things, and like, or to have a some sort of part of skating that you're you've focused on and you yeah. love. You know, like, you can tell when it's authentic. The Olympics, bro. <laughs> We're gonna be Olympics, bro. Put some pads on. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that one's done. Sorry, bro. <laughs> United DRSC. If you weren't able to skate anymore, what would you do? Where's the coffee gone? Yeah, it's gone. Wow, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, I would take photos and start working on a magazine and nice. start making a collage on a skateboard. Because that's <laughs> all I've done for the past six fucking weeks, unable to skateboard. <laughs> 
that's good. You be creative yeah. and like try new things. Do other skateboarding things. Yeah, no. I'd shoot photos of skateboarding. Yeah, that's awesome. If I can't be involved with skating, then like I physical would active skating. You'd still be involved, but you wouldn't be in the physical. Yeah, side. if I physically yeah. couldn't skateboard, or if skateboarding didn't exist, then I don't really know. I'd probably. Well, that's a different else. question. Yeah. Let's not imagine that <laughs> it does exist. So you would just focus on other aspects of skating? Yeah. Like, do different things? Yeah. yeah. I have a VX and a T3i, so... Filming, film shooting and photos. shoot photos, yeah. Yeah. Magazine, do sick idea. Stuff. Yeah. Mag's fun. Fun to work on in free time. <laughs> Issue one's coming, boys. Yeah, keep your eyes all peeled. I need, all I need. Um, that was a good question. Uh, if you weren't able to skate anymore, what would you do? If I wasn't able to film skating, I would try my hardest to do stuff for others that are still doing it. Because, like, if I can't do it on the level that I'm, like, a pro or an amateur or whatever, and I, or I just physically can't do it, I would definitely try, way, try ways of building up other platforms so that we could shine the light on whoever wants to participate. Mm. That way the show goes on. Right. You know what I mean? That's why we do the New England Am is because, like, I saw so many rippers, dude. I'm like... It's unbelievable that New England has this many killers because I'm at the edge and I'm just seeing waves of people in the winter come through and I'm seeing it progress. And yeah. I'm like, there's so many people and they're in my skate camps and they're getting older, like, and they're fucking adults now and right. they're doing <laughs> shit that I could only imagine. And like, yeah. or then you see all these people that are just coming and like personalities and stuff. They might not be like pushing right. their skating, but there are just, there's just so many characters, you know? So yeah. I would just like work on trying to like build platforms so we could live in a skate world where we all participate and like, Everything we're trying to do, basically. Right. You know what I mean? Just focus on skating in some capacity because I don't just love skateboarding because it, it's mine. Like, mm-hmm. I love it because it's anyone's. Like, because I'm happy that I found skateboarding. Like, when yeah. I was young, things were crazy and I needed some sort of escape and that's what was there. And I just latched on and because someone else cared about it, they shared it with me. Mm-hmm. And like... It's carried us away, you know, like my whole life, dude, from 12 to 36 right now has been like nonstop skating dream. It's been unbelievable. Like I couldn't even, I'm so grateful for every opportunity we've even we've done in the past week, you know what I mean? But think about like that span of 24 years, you know, it's just like, it's made my life have so much purpose and drive. I'm very thankful. Everything it takes to like do skating too builds up a good, good character and it helps us with like the digital world because we are ne- we are already intrigued a lot of skaters are already intrigued by filming and editing mm-hmm. and like technology mm-hmm. and we like a lot of those videos were like progressive in the head right. of like even a lot like, of the kids in my high school that did mm-hmm. the tv production class you see were, them like, at the all skaters it. that was oh like, yeah the first crew that did it it was like andy and his homies did it yeah. da- uh, Dadlin did it yeah. like it was like all the skate kids that wanted to get into it because you could rent cameras out from the school and take them out for the weekend yeah it's awesome yeah so that was like the first cameras we were filming with was like ones we'd rent out from our high school yeah yeah it's sick that's that's how i know skateboarders were kind of ahead of the curve because if you ever listen to someone who doesn't skate, try to describe like cameras and technology and stuff. Like it's funny to me, you know, cause yeah. they're describing stuff that I'm like, yeah, we just do that. We just right. learn that. Like just through trying to it film just parts thing, and yeah. like just trying to have a phone all the time. You right. Know? <laughs> Crazy. All right. I'm going to pee before you start the next one. Go ahead. Good question though. I would just, I would try to prop skateboarding up cause that day's coming, dude. If I'm lucky, I'll be grandpa out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just grandpa and out there. That's like one of my fears is just taking a gnarly injury where I just like 
there's a fine line, you know, so you got to go at a pace and try to not, but it's fun to like push yourself on a skateboard, you know, can get a little reckless at time. That's kind of why you got to like balance it out because you can't be as reckless when you're my age because you'll get down really hard, you know, but I'm always trying to skate a lot. So I'm sharp on my board. It's all you can really do. The more you're on your board, the better your balance and the more you're like skateboarding is a moving thing, you know, it's, it's alive. So you got to kind of keep it moving. It's your energy and it's, you're just on it, man. Uh, Nick Barth says, would you fight a kangaroo in a boxing match for 10 rounds? Excuse me. Too much black coffee today. I would definitely, I would fuck that kangaroo up in a boxing match for 10 rounds. No, seriously, kangaroo would, sh- would just tear my stomach open probably with its like reptile, reptile claws. Like, Because ah! I think they lean back on their tails. I feel like we talked about this on the podcast. Maybe me and Nick have. They lean back on their tail and then just go at you with those like talons they have, and then they're jabbing you up. I've actually been uh, watching uh, tons of Mike Tyson like the last two days. This is so gnarly. All those fights are so vicious. I bet Mike Tyson could fight a kangaroo for ten rounds, put that thing in a coma. But he probably would. It would knock him out. Tyson would knock a kangaroo out in thirty seconds. I've watched him watch. I watched him knock people out that were like six foot five six 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 like easily and mike tyson's this little ball of like boom uppercut in your face hey you want to know <laughs> want to know what i was talking about while you're gone what? mike tyson fighting a kangaroo oh my god i've been watching a lot of tyson footage and he fought a kangaroo no that was oh. bart's question that was the next question oh what'd he say would you fight a kangaroo in a boxing match for 10 rounds no you wouldn't i wouldn't want to punch a kangaroo Fair enough. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. Oh, a little kangaroo. I was actually oh, just looking at photos. I have a screenshot on my phone of a baby kangaroo. Little baby roo? They're so cute. Oh, you're talking baby roo? Yeah. Dude, oh, <laughs> oh. best animal. You see me with Elwood and Emma, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love you. You guys are the best. Good girl, Emma. Good boy, Elwood. <laughs> Imagine a little baby roo. Right. If that thing barks, though, I'm going to be <laughs> so annoyed. Roo. If that baby roo barks, I'm going to be so annoyed because Elwood barks and it's so annoying. Do they have, like, a... A squeal? Yeah, or something. I don't know. Go ahead. Make one up. Try one. I don't know what they would no, do. I feel like they bark. It'd Go be ahead. like a wolf. Give us a kangaroo noise. <laughs> I don't got one. What throw do you got? Out. You throw one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like they bark. They probably just like snap it. I feel like they don't really even do that. I feel All like, right. uh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't got nothing? I really couldn't impersonate an accurate impression. <laughs> I got a good pterodactyl. Hey, go back to YouTube Live. We Let's got see. some follow follow it down a little. Um, Did we so hit them all? The last thing, Kevin, have you been to Groton? We have been to Groton. That was from Quinn McGregor. Shout out another park. Sick. We went there uh, for like an all I need event. Yeah, we've been a bunch, dude. If you go back on the YouTube channel, there's like four different Groton edits. Yeah. Type in Groton Skate Park All I Need Skate, you'll fucking see some epic times. Right, Charlie. Choo. That was Charlie from the Hive. He was throwing, trying yeah. to raise capital, yeah, so he's Charlie's throwing funds to help the skate park. Yeah, some. Epic vlogs. Uh, Pekai146 says, woof, woof. Woof, woof. Uh, is that he's doing the kangaroo? Quinn McGregor23 again. I want to skate now. Hell yeah, go do it. Yeah, skating is the best. Moises Morales, shout out. First comment in here. He said, kangaroo would be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> just picture me like, True. I always think Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene, where yeah. he's like choking out that cow and he's got the fingers. <laughs> he shoots it and it's still uh, alive. <laughs> so the camera's glitching out. I think that's just the live diff- technical difficulty. I think, oh. it, I think with the playback video, we'll be fine. It's, it's working now, though. Yeah. 
That's weird. It might be the Wi-Fi. I think it is. Phone. I think it's just because we do, have do, a bunch do. of stuff in this room connected to Wi-Fi. The playback video should be all right. So sorry for the glitchy liveness. Yeah, it glitches. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Kevin has faith. <laughs> yeah, Kangaroo doesn't stand a chance. I'm not fighting it. All right. You want to keep moving? Yeah. All right, let's go. David Martin. Martin. How would you say that last name? Martin. Martin. David Martin. Have you guys ever thought of a new layout for the edge at all? Main section slash Euro gap. That's the, probably the one spot I'd recommend keeping is the main section in the Euro gap. But the back could use a, a makeover. But I think it's all just it's all just talk. Nothing, nothing's really in the in the air. There's right nothing now. in the works. No, they talk about a mini ramp. Yeah, we kind of have like a few things written down, like drawn out. But I've, like... I've gotten stuff changed at the park every time I've tried. Yeah, but I just have to go to them with an idea and a concept right. that like. Well, into... the thing that kind of it's weird now is that the bikers really like the resi, so yeah. like that well, thing's share. gonna stay. Yeah, and so yeah, well yeah, exactly. So, but Ramsey, the and only always... layouts that could really change is like the small room now. Ooh, I love you the small You know what room. I mean? But that would be sick imagine yeah. if you could put the small room make it all transition that would be sick and remember also, rad how they had that little track thing yeah i think that would be super fun. um also ramsey had a good idea back in the day he was saying we should do like put a cement curb like make a cement oh side that would be fun like a curb cut you know what where that could work Down. is that ledge where the step up is you know yeah. that get rid that of that oversized like ledge with the round angle yeah, that's a waste of space. yeah just get rid of that put I mean, in a concrete fun, curb yeah that's what he was actually talking to that's I thought so that was funny. a good idea. Yeah. Or do that in the small room, bring it all down to yeah, like fundamentals. Yeah, that could be cool. Like flat ground. Yeah, yeah, just where like, you go to learn shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be cool. Um, yeah, the back, the backside could definitely use some changing, but yeah. it takes like you gotta. Someone's gotta draw it all up. Like if someone's out there and they have the skills to actually do it, not just come up with. Because that's what everyone does. They come to the edge and they take things for granted at times. Right. Not everybody, but some people take the, take it for granted. And they just need something to talk about. And they're like, we should do this and yeah, change this. Yeah. And maybe they're having a bad day. And they're like, rah, rah, rah. and I'm like, dude, so the park's so though. fun. And you definitely haven't like used it to its full potential. And yeah, we could change stuff. But you got to have an idea, one. And you got to get someone to design it. Like right. you got to actually have the And vision. then get people to actually go build it. Yeah, like you got to have – you can't just come in and bark shit at people and right. be like, do this, do that. This and sometimes they come in like, this would be sick. This would be sick. And you're like, yeah, it would be. And then it's like, you gotta, like, we gotta plan it all out. You know what I mean? Right. So, but we've done some changes. Like, we definitely, New England and we switched up stuff the last few years. So, like, mm -hmm. I plan on switching something up this year. So, we just gotta. I thought it was something. cool that one year at New England and when we just put the box on top of the hubba, like, uh, just as, like, a temporary one day setup yeah, that, that like, gap to hubba. Yeah, that was That was sick. a cool idea. We screwed it in. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. full gap to hubba. Yeah. Yeah, things like that, I think in inches. So, I'm like, dude, if we can make little changes. That are like incremental, but they improve the park in some way because yeah. there's so many inches to be gained there. You know, everyone comes in with these huge, grand ideas, and it's like first there has to be funds, and you have to have someone that can do it. And like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's not the most lucrative business, and it's thirty thousand square feet, and people want us to redo it like it's fucking our bedroom, right? Like we can, you know like, I mean? like it's a bunch of like, why are you doing it? Yeah. They think the park's raking it in, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes, and then other times, it's completely ghost town, right? And there's like the people are like, having to cut hours and shit. Yeah. It's like. What do you want, you know? Right. So I'm like, let's do – come with a vision of something simple mm -hmm. and, like, let's make improvements and then we'll get our way there, you know? 
But I, I could not agree more. And I love that people have ideas. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I would, I daydream all day. Don't that's come why, at us like we're being assholes for having yeah, set up. I've that's, gotten that. That's the problem. Yeah. And here's here's one of the reasons I started the New England Am was because I was hoping I could attract sponsors and enough people to kill it that we could like maybe some of that could go into changing the park. That was my idea because I was seeing how like Tampa did it. You know. They have, like, whoever sponsor it, and then the money, they switch up the course every right. year. So I was like, we could do that. We just got to, like, build up this event and, like, reach out to people. So I'm still trying to do that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we could keep going with that. That was like, I'm going at it from an angle, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not just barking and being a dick about it. Like, I have too many people that do that. Like, not not that there's a lot of people, but I just there's certain people that are just like, dude, I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to complain. I just want to skate. It's right, right. Let's get it. If you're going to yeah. do it, come with some real shit and let's go. Like Seriously. Let's, let's figure it out, you know? Well, I'm, while we're on the subject of Edge, Quinn McGregor says, what's the funniest moment that happened at Edge? Oh, there's so many, I dude. I know. Oh, man. The last one that uh, is fresh in my memory is, uh, I don't remember homie's name, but he's a biker and he bought that whole box of Huggies. Oh. <laughs> that was oh, sick. Oh, man. He bought like name? 30 of them and he was fucking so juiced. Pete, shout, shout out, out Pete, the Pete Andre. <laughs> it was like a childhood dream. That's he was insane. like adamant about buying a whole box. Dude, that's so funny. Diddy bought the box of forty-eight. <laughs> that's what it was. Teenies. <laughs> I mean, that's we sell them for fifty cents. He bought it for twenty-four dollars. Yeah, I mean that's a minor thing, but that was hilarious. Every though. New England am man, there's a memory made. Yeah, New sure. the lock-ins are pretty funny. Lock-ins are wild. There's some videos on there. Um, on the YouTube I'm channel. To think. I feel like I've seen a lot of funny stuff happen at Edge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some gnarly injuries, that's for oh, sure. Oh, you know it was probably one of the things I found the funniest? That year we did the Halloween jam and Dooley came dressed as a girl. <laughs> and he actually looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he had his hair curled and everything. And he, he makes had, a like, great the female woman. Tommy in the tight white pants. And he's just shredding. <laughs> yeah, I remember someone even commented on the YouTube video like, dude, that chick shreds. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, open. <laughs> dude, I thought that was too funny. I did a cop mustache one year. Yeah, I was pretty that was on a, that. dude. That was a, that was the same year. I was it? That. Yeah. yeah, I threw the event. Dicky too. He made dude. He had that was an all in jam. Dicky had because um, he he got he that was when he was getting injured all the time. He put like a fake cast on him, was skating with one crutch in yeah. his arm, and he's like yeah. air in the fly box with a crutch. That edits on the YouTube. Yeah, channel for sure, dude. We got to go back. Yeah, that was a sick one. That was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then the lock-ins, too. Some of the funnier things I just like is writing on kids' faces. <laughs> that is so Everyone's funny. Everyone's so sensitive. <laughs> when they, uh, dude, it's just funny because I'll do, like, a lap around the park like, and just see, like, I'll see someone laying down on a ramp. And I'm like, don't get too comfortable, man. Your friends it's will coming. not let you have it. It's and then coming. their friends come. <laughs> Ten seconds later, the second their eyes are out, they have the markers in hand. It's coming, boys. We're getting rainbow-colored markers this year. <laughs> we have colors. We have art all over the face. Oh my god. Um next question. Will Byron says Do you think Nick Barth wears deodorant? No way. I don't either. Easy. Nah, maybe. You think so? No, he probably actually does. He probably does. It's funnier to say he doesn't. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Nick's the man. Shout out Nick Barth. He takes care of himself. Yep. <laughs> um should I keep going? Uh, yeah, we're all caught up over here. Shout out Ethan Avalar said, "Bro, I love." And uh, DJ Dead Money says, "Hi, what up, dude?" Shout out, shout out, my dudes. Um, who's your first shop sponsor, KK? Raza, my mom's skate shop. Yeah, that's <laughs> so give the people a refresher on that. Uh, when I was in s- 
seventh grade, I want to say. Uh, my mom and my friend Matt's mom, uh, Eli, rest in peace. Um, she was an amazing lady. They opened up Raza Skate Shop for basically for me and my homies because we were really the only kids in town that skated. Yeah, and the hype is real though. And yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. But it was funny. We had a bunch of other shit there. I remember too. Like we had like a full snack stand because it was like right next to the skate park. So we sold like Gatorades and shit too. And uh, yeah, it was so sick though because I got to spend like a lot of middle school chilling in a skate shop. Sounds like and my mom owned it, so I had free reign over whatever I wanted to (laughs) do. Were you a terror? Don't lie. No, no, I wasn't bad. Matt, my buddy, was (laughs) (laughs) because his mom is our moms went fifty fifty. So like, (laughs) that's pretty sick. Yeah, a lot of responsibility. I was a little more controlled than him, but (laughs) how long did it last? It lasted like a only like a year and a half, two years, I want to say. And then it got robbed. It got broken into. A guy broke in in the middle of the night and stole. Uh, I want to say there was like $500 in the cash register and a World Industries board off wow. of the shelf. Yeah. That's ironic. Right. Isn't that super <laughs> ironic? Yeah. yeah. Kevin rides for World, bro. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, funny, though. But You've gotten enough back by now. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. That So was it doing before that? Was it? Uh, it was kind of on the way down anyways because, it was again, it was like only me and my friends that skated and we're all middle school kids. It's not like we really have like – the funds to be buying a bunch of boards all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? And then a lot of the older dudes were moving out of Middleborough, so they weren't really around a lot. And it was just like a weird location. Like, not really a lot of people came through. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But we had a lot of people from Middleborough and Lakeville showing up. But eventually just kind of became too much work, and my mom didn't really want to, like... She didn't want it. After we got robbed, it was just kind of like sealed the deal. She was yeah. like, I can't keep doing this. You this know is I mean? bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because she ended up buying my friend's mom out of her half because she wanted to just take it over fully because they were kind of disagreeing here and there on stuff. So. Business partners. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Could but you? Here's great a Great memories. My first skate shop, uh, Solstice Skate Shop, for sure. Shout right? out. Shout out to you, Solstice in New Bedford, Mass. Is that what the question was? Yeah, your first skate shop sponsor. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was my first sponsor. Yeah, my mom was my first sponsor. That's funny. Wow. <laughs> Shout out, mom. Thanks, she, mom. She gave birth to you and was your instant <laughs> sponsor. She was your UBI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your universal basic income was your mom. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, right? Right. <laughs> Freedom dividend. <laughs> Straight from the vagina. <laughs> Did I just find the loophole? Dude, I think you did. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> it's true, though. She was your sponsor, man. Yeah. She, you, you're, a little, you're a little She worm, talked me dude. up. That's how I was shop flow for all I need. Yeah? Yeah, man. Nah, that's not why. Oh, yeah? Well, she definitely she definitely connected the dots, yeah. but the reason why you were was because you were skating and shredding. Yeah, hell yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't have even happened. No, I know, like, but she was the one that called me and yeah. was like, yo... Just yeah. had a dude in here, did some talking. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's way like, sick. Like, as if it was, she was, like, the legit, like, if it wasn't even my mom, if it was just, She's like, the skate agent. shop owner, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's a shit. Yeah, man. That That's so cool amazing. she took that on in her partner. Right, Even dude. if it ended. Yeah, exactly. Here's the question, I look though. at it like me, Sammy, Avery, Bryce, Cole, like, all me and my close homies, we had a fucking sick middle school because of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, those were the days we'd, like, just get out, walk from the school, and just go chill at the skate shop, and then go hit the park yeah so here's my question and uh 
could you imagine that there would have been a way to keep it going if, say, you and your homies, like, were, like, focused on it and, like, yo, we want to Not war. at that age. No. That's no. fair enough. I was too young. Yeah. Like, we were too naive. Yeah. We, like, wanted a skate team and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we had no business You could sense. do a skate team. I will say, I knew how to do, like, we were pretty good at selling boards and shit, like, when random people would come in. We were pretty good about getting sales, even as little kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh... But, like, just at that age, no. I feel like this age, like, me and a few friends could, like, make something work. I don't know how long it would last, but, like, yeah. I think we have, like, enough understanding of what people like. Yeah, fair enough. But that age, it was just too young. That makes sense. Yeah. I wasn't even really thinking about how young you were. Yeah, because think also, like, you're not going to listen, like, if a fucking middle schooler now is trying to tell me how it is, like, come on. Yeah. You're not, not going to be into not it? not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I only asked because I was, like, you know, people always say, like, Skate shops are on the way out, and, like, you hear about them closing uh, all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, but that's and, just like, people being people. Fuck them. I was just asking to see if it's if if people think it's possible still right. to do a skate shop. Because it's basically you have to come up with a, a yeah. business plan that... I think more people should do, like, what Orchard does. They have a pool inside their skate shop. Bring something in that people can skate, and that way you'll have sick. more of a reason to go there than just shopping. The bird's nest you know? thing? Yeah, yeah the bird's nest bowl. Yeah, so fun. That shit's sick, and, like, it keeps people in the store. Like, even if, say, someone comes in to skate the bowl and then fucking breaks their board, they're right inside the shop, so they're gonna have to buy a new one. Cha-ching! You know? <laughs> Bada bing. I think it's possible. They should have put a stair set and a handrail in there. Then they'd be flipping some boards. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's the smartest idea, but I, I think it's possible to, like, build a skate shop and yeah, like, hell find yeah. a way to... I'd say it just depends on your local scene, because that was a problem with our shop, is we just, like, nobody really skated in Middleborough and Lakeville. Yeah. Like, we only had, like, our crew. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You'd have to be at an age where you, like, want to work at something, because yeah. it becomes a job on some level, right. because... You know, you have to do sales. It like would have worked better when I started going to Massasoit Community College. Like after I had finished high school, weirdly enough, a bunch of people started skating in Middleborough. I yeah, was like so, like not mad, but like oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, well, here's... where were all these skaters when we had a shop? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Right? Yeah, but whatever. Um, Rad had a skate shop and a skate yeah, whole skate yeah, park yeah, yeah. though. I wonder what happened. Radway, I'd say, was more of a skate park, though. You what know, happened to that? Shop. Do you know? Uh, yeah, it was bought and sold. Uh, I think someone like bought the building, and the the new landlord didn't want a skate park in there, kind of like subliminal. If yeah. I if I I might be botching it. I thought I think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure it says if you go to their um website, I think they have uh like a little paragraph on oh, okay. on what led to it. Here, pull it up. Let's see. Yeah, I'm curious. Let's see. Yeah, I wonder. Because you never know. You know. It was originally supposed to be going out, right? And then they had, like, a thing where they, like, saved it or, like, were planning to keep it open. And then, like, a month later, ended up deciding, like, we actually do have to close. That park was so sick, though. Yeah. Dude, it was one of a kind. Like, all the colors and everything was so crazy. You walked in, it was almost like a little acid trip. Even the outside's all covered. Oh, there's another skate park now called Rad in uh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Is that new? Or no? I don't know. It looks there's a few new. different edges, too. It looks like their website isn't there. Let me see. It's done, bro. Yeah, dude. I Men remember, um, R.I.P. Let me see. It might say it on their Facebook. But I remember there was just like a little paragraph on what happened. Like, uh, I don't know. Just old pictures of the park. Yeah. Bummer. Rest in peace, Rad. Sick park, though. That place was so fun. I hope if you skated it, you fucking got everything out. You could get out while yeah. you're there. That way it's not too sad. Yeah. But you're going to be sad regardless. Shout out Robbie Boneless. Rad <laughs> legend. <laughs> He's been coming to the edge. Hell yeah. Ripping. Um, Mikey Woe says, 
Who inspired you to skate? Wasn't, did you have a neighbor's? No, wait. Who inspired you? Well, the first time I skated was because, like, I, like, visited one of my mom's friends way back in the day. Like, she had, like, an old friend from childhood or something that lived in Virginia. Nice. And we went to go visit for, like, a weekend. And uh, I don't think I was really, like, oh, I want a skateboard. Like, I think he just, like, skated. So it, what what would be the inspiration? Like, what did you see that made you want to pursue it? Or he just bought it? me a board. And, like, gave it to me. Yeah, so that might... But the, do you think that sparked you on it? Not really. All right, so what was the thing that did spark you on it? Because at some point, you got sparked. I guess just, like... I guess I just always thought it was cool. I don't know. Like, I saw the skateboard when he bought it for me, and he handed it to me, and I was like, this thing is cool. So, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. But I'd say... If I had to say a person, probably my buddy Cole. Because after that day in first grade, the first time I skated, I brought the board home, maybe pushed it in my driveway two times and didn't touch it until like third grade. When I met my cool. buddy Cole, yeah. who was like... So Cole would be the he was He was mad cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that in third grade. Yeah. And he skated, lived right like behind... Our houses were like connected by power lines. So you could like walk through the middle of the woods basically to get to his house. Nice. And so I'd go over there and then it was just something to do to hang out with him. Like we'd just be chilling. I'd bring my board over yeah. and he'd just be able to do really tall ledges. Yeah. And I was like, damn, how does he do that? No problem. That's fucking tight. That's something I'd remember. So I'd say Cole. That definitely other people inspire me to skate for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. It's cool because mm-hmm. someone giving you something is like cool, and you might see it. But right, like, that was just more as like a can... little kid. Like yeah. if they took me to an amusement park, I'd go on the roller coaster. If they brought me to a batting cage, I would have hit a baseball or Here's something. A donut you know what kid. I mean? Yeah, I did Eat nothing it. in first grade. Like I just was like a kid that ran around in the woods. Here's some fried dough. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Put cinnamon. And I guess I was kind of always into like riding like bikes. I always wanted a dirt bike and shit like that. That's I was more, no, it's but I was more into stuff that wasn't like conventional sports. You know what I mean? I was always more into like extreme sports. Being able to just do whatever you want. <laughs> I was extreme <laughs> with an X. Snap into a slim gym. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. That's awesome though. Um for me it would be Dale Raymond. Shout out Dale uh, Raymond from Raymond. He was living in Raymond, Raymond, New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> Dale Raymond. He gave me my first board, but the Sick part was he knew what to do with it, so I saw him kick flip and maybe even tray flip, mm-hmm. and he had all the videos, all the magazines, and I was just super inspired because he gave it to me. And it was super fun, and he just like how much Dale cared about skating just made me care about it. Mm-hmm. It's like this dude is so submersed in this. He That's had every sick. video, every magazine, skated every day, even gave me a board. I was like, Jesus, man, so sick. Helped to make it happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then his like enthusiasm and. Um, his his like hype for it just like rubbed off. I That's was just sick. like, and then once I applied myself to it, I was like, this is fucking the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever, you know? Like, yeah. That's sick. That was my inspiration. Did we cover that one? Where's that one right there? So Dale Raymond, shout out, and I'm still friends with Dale to this day, and he's crushing it. Hell Family yeah. chef, been That's cooking, tight. learning, shout always out progressing. Rosenfield. Yeah, how's Cole doing? Good, nice, chilling. Hell yeah, you UMass Dartmouth and then there you go. Uh, Reggie, I don't know, I'm not even going to try to pronounce, but I'll, I'll spell it. Z-H-U-C-K-K-A-H-O-S-E-E. I'm going to say Zuka Hossie. 
Zukahasi. Or Zukahasi. Yeah, Reggie. Either way, Reggie. Super. I could be totally that wrong. That last name's amazing. If you're out there, let me know what nationality that is. Or I'll type it in later. He says, what was the most memorable skate trip you've taken and what city did you enjoy as well as what food was the best? Mm. For me, I would say most memorable skate trip. Oh, there's too many. Too many. And what city did you enjoy? I was thinking China. We went to Shenzhen. And that was just so out there. It was so different. (laughs) And the food was so foreign, but like I'll never forget it. Another world. Yeah, and I was just like, this is insane. It was like... I'm like, this is insane, you know? And the food, I ate some crazy food. I ate all types of, like, seafood and vegetables. That's what I'd be so scared of, going to China or Japan or somewhere like that. I hate seafood. Dude, they got KFC and McDonald's. Oh, really? And it's... It tastes, is it like normal? Like uh, yeah, they serve like, like hamburgers? It's yeah, it doesn't feel as like processed. Because I know McDonald's and like popular food chains will like cater their food to where they are. Yeah, like they'll offer like the, they the, offer like more more fish in uh, Japan and stuff like that. The like, McDonald's have beer over in Europe and like, that's China hilarious. too. We had beer. At McDonald's. Wow, I know, sick. You get a Big Mac what? and a beer. Are you kidding me? Dude, now That's we're going to come true. <laughs> we're making fun of Chris Cole and Paul Rodriguez for doing those commercials. Yeah, yeah, promoting McDonald's. <laughs> if it was beer, I'd promote it more for some reason. Yeah, all day. Bur- Big Mac and a beer. You still got to be responsible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not too much. <laughs> so good. What That's about hilarious. you? Um, either the first time going to California with ryan and joey i had been there once but it was the first time i t- like flew on a plane with my friends without like a parent yeah that was sick that's, that's why that's why it's so memorable because like we just went to cali and i remember while i was there the whole time i was just like dude this place is fucking rad yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah or that's like the what whole i'd other say outdoes that one though is atlanta yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta was, was an insane week. Yeah, and that place is so fun, and there's so many skate spots. Each it's crazy. Yeah, each trip and us like like the AT and T building, I like know. getting flipped out on by that cop, like threatening us, dude. Like Heavy. that was just crazy. Ben was like an amazing tour guide, just a wild person to be around. Yes, like, in the, the yeah, yes, in the cut of Atlanta, dude. With all yeah, the we went to the bluffs. <laughs> I'd watched the movie Snow on the Bluff so many times before yeah. that. And the fact we were in that neighborhood, I was like, oh my god, the roaches were so this gnarly. This is too down real. There. Yeah, the cockroaches. The yeah, the whole loved floor. it though. It was a new world. Yeah, we were in it, dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I've been to Atlanta before, too. Like, oh, that's tight. That, a few times. Atlanta's always fun. Yeah, man. Super wild. I want to go back, like, really bad <laughs> just for, like, a few days. In and out. That's how you got to take Atlanta from what, yeah. from what I gained in that one, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, one yeah. trip. <laughs> Each trip is its get own in, get thing. Get out. <laughs> Each trip is its own thing, yeah. definitely. Like, every trip I've been on it lives on its own in some right, capacity. Right, right. Every surf expo is its own thing. Too. Yeah, we surf do those, expo is fun. Last few years, everyone's, like, different or a little weird or something yep. else happens. Someone meets up, gets a little wilder. <laughs> yeah, every trip is epic. Uh, what was the best food in Atlanta? We didn't really go anywhere crazy. I'm trying to think what we ate. We went to that one place, I remember. We should have, though, that right? That was like it's a Mexican fun. restaurant. I remember that place was really good. I can't remember the name. Oh, there's no way I'd remember the name of it, but I remember one of Ben's roommates worked there. Yeah. We went there for food one of the days. Nice. I'm pretty sure it was a Mexican place. And um, So we did. We went somewhere. Yeah. Nice. 
That place was good, but I wouldn't say it was like amazing. It's weird. Mexican from a, Mexican food in Atlanta. Food. <laughs> I'm not a big food guy. I don't pay attention to it like that. I just more eat to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, my body needs this, or I'm gonna die. So here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Mine would be. I think it's called paella. Oh, you know what? Unbelievable. What's that? It's like a basically they cook like a stew outside okay. on a wood stove. That for whatever reason made me think actually on this past surf expo trip I tried mahi mahi for the first time and that oh. shit is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I Crank don't it. like fish at all too. I don't. I do not eat seafood. You look like a kid who might not. Yeah, like it, and mahi mahi was really good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Paella. I think that's how you say it, but uh, I think it was Ricardo Fonseca. Maybe his family. Okay. Or. One of those guys, they cooked it for us. It was insane, dude. That's like his wild. family cooked it for us outside on like a stove, and it was just so good. I was like, Damn. "This is awesome." I had pizza too when I was somewhere in like France or something. They just had like truck pizza. Drive up in a truck at the skate spot. And just, oh, what? Like, wood wood stove in the truck and cook you a pizza, <laughs> dude. The whole New York team just sitting on those blue wave. What? You know that blue wave? Yeah. Wherever that is. Yeah. I don't remember where that is, but that blue wave ledge. Sitting there just eating pizza for like from a wood stove in the back of a truck, dude. That is it was so, so good. I think it's like because the environment and the situation each time yeah. too. You know, like we were on a tour and just pulled up and I was mm-hmm. like, "What? This is epic right now." All right, next one, Derek Joyle. How did you say that? Yeah, Joyle. Joyle. Do you have any advice for skaters that are over thirty? How to keep energized, deal with the old man pains. Uh, and continue to progress and stay on top of the, your game. That one's for you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Call me an old man. Grandpa Shetler. Yep. Uh, yes. Um, try to eat better. That way your body can be strong, right? That's just not even – that just has to do with life. And and what I'm learning too That's is like – Yeah, what I'm learning too is like – because I'm so active – like, I move so much and do a lot of stuff that I don't gain weight because mm-hmm. I've just been moving since I was born, like, kicking yeah. around and shit and tweaking out. That, like, it doesn't show on me, mm-hmm. you know? So I can eat like crazy because I burn through it. But even that, it's just bad fuel. It's bad energy. Right. Like, you got to put real shit into your body, yeah. you know, because it's more sustainable. The energy, you won't have highs and lows and mm-hmm. your mood won't be so crazy if you're just, like... If you can balance out your consumption of food yeah. and figure out what's good for your body. And everyone's body's different too, you know, so you gotta mm-hmm. experiment and figure it out. It's no easy thing. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um that help that'll help with longevity because if you're eating good, you'll at least yeah. be strong. You'll feel you, good. Yeah, you won't have like some crazy gut or like whatever. You'll, you'll be have whatever energy shit. to do it. Yeah, part of that eating good is you gotta be active too. So right. you gotta keep your heart, you gotta stay moving. I think you do a lot of stuff besides skateboarding too that really makes you wanna go skateboard. Yeah. So I think doing that. But I think whereas you're when it's for people over thirty, I feel like at age thirty you're probably doing a lot of other stuff. Yeah. You just gotta be active. I can't man. imagine this guy's asking from the perspective of somebody that's constantly skating and is now like, Oh, how do I keep doing it? He's probably like, How can I work it in more? Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just like eat well. Um, make time for it. Yeah, make time for it. Continue to progress and stay on top of your game. 
yeah, just eat well and be active. Stay active because I noticed you set goals a lot too. Yeah, you gotta set goals. Yeah, but you definitely have to stay active. So you gotta eat good and stay active. And whether that's on or off your board, you gotta use your body or mm-hmm. you lose it. That's all I'm trying to say. And that's that'll help you have longevity because a lot of people take their energy and their body for granted. And they sit mm-hmm. a lot. And sometimes it's not their fault. Sometimes it's a job or it's whatever. It, dude, a lot of it is like you when you're working and you're doing a job you're not passionate about and yeah. it's just a job and it's like – and you're stuck in a position. Then you get out. You're exhausted because it mm-hmm. really felt like work because you weren't fully engaged. Mm-hmm. So then it's like easy to want to just indulge on shitty food and like just stay inside and like – Dude, it's happened. I've been there, you know? And as you get older, it's, like, easier to get stuck in patterns and belief structures. Yeah. So it's, like, you're – you got to stay – I noticed shitty like food water, is, like, man. shitty mood, too. It helps. Like, it's, like, it that same that. thing. I notice whenever I eat, like, bullshit, I just, feel like, It'll, mentally can, I get so angry so quick. Yeah. It can heighten what's inside of you for sure because you're – Yeah, you're like I just feel like my and, tolerance for sitting and doing something drops if I don't eat, like, something good. Yeah, the first thir- two weeks of my. But it's weird. A lot of li- like a lot of days I don't eat breakfast. That's that's good too. I think. I don't really? Know. I don't know. Sometimes they say like uh, getting a hunger. I, just notice, a I hunger. notice a lot of people don't do it, so I've never really like thought it was weird. But. They say I've heard people say that having like it's called fasting. So yeah. you abstain from eating, you build up hunger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's good for your psyche probably mm. at times. If you that's like doing that thirty days and not indulging was like felt good for me to like. No, I have control and not have mm-hmm. to eat a donut every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just yeah. good. And you, I fast more. Like I don't eat. Oh, uh, Jason Williams says hello. Can I have a shout out? Shout out, yeah, Jason. Williams. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> but so diet, definitely having goals too is right. Totally because you got to aim at things. If you're not yeah. aiming at things, especially in your 30s, you got to kind of like picture yourself. Be you got to aspire to be something, and then work your heart out. But you can't reach the top of the mountain. You got to always keep reaching. Because there's more. You can always get better. You can always figure it out. But you got to go at a pace that's sustainable. Yeah. So, and even with skating, you have to, like, figure out a way to, like, adjust your skating so that you don't get too fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's days where you have to learn to hold back sometimes. Yeah. You got to balance the whole thing out. That'll help you. Just find, yeah. But, yeah, just stay sharp and be involved in skating. Talk to skateboarders. Make get, Go to events. yeah gather the homies like communicate talk engage you know like find things you're working on video parts are great for that because you got something to work at you know mm-hmm. you gotta aim at things and then you gotta work with all your heart that way it matters um yeah Agreed. man but just don't give up that's all do you have any advice keep for trucking. skaters that are over 30 yeah if you love skating man you'll build it into your life somehow and you'll get free if you really want to get free you mm-hmm. know and then if you want to work at things that's even cooler. Like I love video parts. I love people's Instagram accounts, Facebook profiles, whatever platforms. Like I go and it's cool to see people at events and sharing the photos and the videos and tagging and promoting stuff. And like I've learned about so much cool stuff from just like people creating it and doing it in skating, yeah. you know. And like this whole summer I was on tour because all the homies were doing cool stuff in skating and we are doing it too. And it's just like – the coolest thing right. you know you're just moving around different states and everything mm-hmm. and just like meeting new people and seeing it all like you just got to get engrossed with skateboarding and don't let it get robbed from you yeah because because if you really want to skateboard just find a way to do it man build in your life you know mm-hmm. i don't know and if you can't do it as much as you get older and you got other things pulling you different ways 
develop your character so you can handle that and still find time to skate. Because some people have kids and stuff too, you know? When you have a kid, you're like Ryan Adelman, right? Mm-hmm. How long has it been since he's had like three sessions? You think? Like solid sessions, like three back to back sessions. Yeah, yeah, like a year, two years. Yeah, imagine that. Two and a half. You'd go crazy. Yeah, I would too. But he's got kids, so it's like he has to kind of like divert. He has to take care of exactly. someone's UBI. He's a UBI. Mm-hmm. He's got to cover the basic income for this kid. Eighteen years, you know. Yeah, man. I love skateboarding. I find every excuse to build it in my life, you know? And sometimes I do it to the fault where I got to, like, take time away and go yeah. do other shit. Because your other parts of your life you got to develop, too. Yeah, definitely. Because if you're lucky, you can Working be the whole spectrum. Working on other things helps you with skating in general, though, too. Just yeah. knowing how to do other shit, like, and, like... You could apply it to Progressive other things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You could talk about skateboarding. Right. You could do so many other things. I notice a lot of things edit. being able to picture things. Like, uh... A lot of, like, the random, like, bullshit I do in college, like, yeah. where we have to, like, really, like, think about what we're going to put together, that actually has helped, like, a lot, like, through skating, like, okay, I'm going to do this trick, how exactly yeah. <laughs> am I going to piece this together to not eat shit? <laughs> and it kind of works. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Dude. I never, like, put that much thought into skating, but lately I've been catching myself, like, really trying to think out, like, ahead of time how I can go about doing something, and it helps so much. That's sick. Yeah. Depends for me. Sometimes I work in that mode, and other yeah. times I need it to be completely random. Yeah. But it's two different things. Like, if I'm filming, I'm more methodical. But I see, I grew skating, up with fucking Ryan, who's, like, just wild card throat, like, uh, see something, and he's like, okay, yeah, fuck, I'm going to do this right now. Like, he'll, like, land something before Sam even has the camera out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gentleman doesn't yeah, give dude, you any doesn't time. think, just goes. Yeah. Like, that is like amazing kids, to in. be able to do. He's in. But I cannot. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy's in. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know what? I want a second kid. Boom. Yeah. Got another. He's just in. Ryan's crushing it, man. I miss skating with him. Yeah, I'm hell yeah. That. Fuck you if you think I'm a sissy for that. <laughs> I miss you, Ryan. Miss hell you, yeah. bro. Even Ryan's though you're man. a fake-ass black belt. <laughs> you won't let him live that one down, huh? Kid's trying to make me think he's like got a black belt. He got it in like when he was like six. <laughs> he didn't even remember that shit. Wasn't That's even so developed funny. then. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Uh, Good question, Derek. Realest Thank you. black belt ever. Choo, choo. Um, if you could bring back any shoe from the '90s, what would it be? I, I was born in 1997, so I wasn't skateboarding '90s shoes. Yeah, dude, I'm so bad with time error. But like, if I could bring back any shoe, it might already be back. They might have did it again. But the Eric Costin ones for S. We were just talking about those like a week ago. You had the air bubble yeah. on the heel. I just love that shoe. It was so big and like a potato on your foot, but mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I loved all the colorways. I even like the Excels too, but I jumped down in a lot of shit and those things hurt yeah. your feet after a while. It's funny. I started skating when shoes started getting thinner. Yeah. Like in the period. Like I remember my first pair of shoes were like, uh, I want to say they were like these like poofy Etnies I had and then I had some poofy Circas. Yeah. And then that was like really it. After that, everything was like thinning down, thinning yeah. down. I remember I had like some Americas, those old like uh, black and purple ones. Yeah. You know what? You know why it all thinned but... down? Because skateboarding started following mainstream culture yeah. instead of leading. Because right. skate shoes to me were amazing because they were built to skate and like skaters had pro models and they had design and function and it was like you could see it through the skating and then they had style on top of that but yeah. it had like padding and like protection and thin shoes are sick like whatever like some are cool but they just started making all thin shoes because they wanted to like aim at a customer demographic mm-hmm. the majority you know. Yeah. 
But skate shoes are amazing. Like when you find a skate shoe that's like some someone made it that you can tell really skates, mm-hmm. those are the best. That's funny. You got the wave when it was like yeah, every brand is down. like, yeah, we're going <laughs> yeah they're like, we're oh targeting. shit, we need to rip this padding yeah. out. We're yeah. targeting. I remember like my first like two or three pairs of shoes yeah. were poofy, and then like all the way after that, you it was like it, thinner, though. thinner, 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 thinner <laughs> every year. And like all, like all things, the truth is more in the middle. You shouldn't yeah. be all skate shoes, and it shouldn't be all mainstream. It should. Well, there's be, this like, weird like crossover point with technology advancement. Where we like it gets to the point where it's maxed out, and then they start going for like look over function, and yeah. it becomes like look at like the new Max. They're pulling out the DVD drive, they're pulling out all this other <laughs> stuff because they is. want you to get like uh, your Max. Oh, the Max. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant like I thought you said. Oh no, 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 not shoes. No, yeah. but like like perfect example. They're like pulling all this stuff out that's actually great technology, but they just want it to be thinner and yeah. like look classier. Yeah, I don't So they're going back on technology. And not Maybe. technology in general, but they're kind of going back on themselves. It's like the the friggin' another Apple thing, taking the headphone jack out of the iPhone 8. Yeah. Like, what? I know. They're moving forward with or without you, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be putting it into your neck. Not cool. You, the chip, remember? Yeah, they're going to chip you. Next they're going to come be the little Apple chip. They're like, can we put it on your nutsack? Yeah. You're like, wait, why has it got to yeah. go there? Couldn't it go on like an right. arm? Like, so I think that same thing, though, happened with <laughs> skate shoes. Like, there was this one point where they had it nailed, and then... Yeah, it's like a balancing act. But the way you get that is you you get it from people that actually skate, and then they you you listen to their yeah. fashion sense and their function sense. There's tons of skateboarders that have style and fashion and know a functionality mm-hmm. of a shoe. Like you just talk it through and you listen to them and you create something epic instead of just aiming at all thin shoes that everyone's dad can wear. And it's just like right. you could do that too, but maybe have a middle of that. Have a little <laughs> bit like companies get crazy. Right, you haven't seen skatable Crocs. But it's weird because then skaters just start wearing all these thin ass shoes, and just because yeah. it's fashion, like that's the opposite of what. Skaters... Well, see, I kind of like skating thin shoes, though. I don't mind. Like it. some of my favorite shoes to skate are just van slip-ons. Like I'm the fully slip-ons. Yeah, I'm fully not against it, but I'm just talking about like company standpoint. When yeah, we saw that trend happen in skateboard where yeah. they were aiming at the mainstream uh-huh. instead of focusing on what like a skate shoe should yeah. be. So then skate brands turn into something else, and then they're no longer a skate brand or whatever. Right. And then Nike, Adidas, Converse, New Balance, all these come in and they. They've been making shoes way longer, right? And it's like, yeah, well, you guys wanted the check to wear the thin yeah. shoes, and that's what happens, you know. Skate right. shoes die out because everyone you made it trend. Good for you, right? But like, all I know is, if you're gonna make a shoe and you're a shoe company, you should invest in people that love your products because they use them too. You yeah. Know? And if it's fashion, fine, whatever. Do it all if you can. You know, if you mm-hmm. can make a thin shoe cool, if you can make a good technical skate shoe that someone's really good, at, go right ahead. You know. Shouldn't be either or. Yeah. It's in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. Costume ones, though. Love that thing. Like a baked potato. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever thought of a new layout? Oh, no, we already did that one. I answered that one earlier. I think that's it, man. Oh, nice. We got one last one. It was they were saying, why did the Ride Channel try to uh, copyright one of our YouTube videos? It's because we gave In the Trenches, right? Or no, uh, Thrive Prosper Rise. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, we premiered it on Ride Channel. And oh, so they had, okay. We lent them our video, and they put it on their channel. And then I put up the B-sides, and there was one clip in it that was in the video. And YouTube's algorithm 
caught maybe maybe the audio of it. Yeah, just I go guess. mute. Yeah, something they figured it out, and then they put a hold on it until then. I just this I just this uh, did a a claim like a dispute, and I just said, hey, we own the footage. We lent it to the Ride Channel, you know, and mm-hmm. then it just took a couple of days, and then they released the footage. Sick. We could use it again. Solid. Yeah. So that's why. Hell yeah. It's crazy that, they, like, I don't know how it detects that one clip, though. There's, like, one skate. Well, it's probably, yeah, it probably it's, just has a major database where it has all uploaded videos. Like, I think it was the audio. Like, Maybe there was a yeah. sound that it Oh, caught. yeah, no, it probably could be audio. Yeah. I remember I made a part when I was younger, and, like, the video I got the song from was, like, from Germany. So the the video, you just couldn't watch it in Germany. Yeah. Well, there's different, co- <laughs> there's different copyright yeah. laws. Yeah. You can so use... I bet it was something with the audio, though, because there's no way they'd tell from the video because it was a completely different video. Yeah, it but it wasn't a song. I always think of songs with the audio. Yeah. But, like, the sound of skating, they must have Well, like, yeah, but it's kind it, of the same idea, though. Yeah. yeah. That's weird, though. Yeah, that's that what weird. I'm saying. That's kind of crazy. That's yeah. a little intrusive, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it all got squared away because I just wrote, hey... This is our footage. Yeah. We filmed it. We lent it to the ride channel. Yeah. Like, it's, and then we all went away. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Nice. We Good. got one more shout-out from Wade Krenek. He said, Nothing but the realists here, brothers. This is great info for everyone. If not taking care of my health and staying active in sports, I would not be skateboarding like I do at 43 today. Hell yeah. Shout-out, yeah. dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Keep man. pushing. Yeah, the goal is to be able to do whatever you love for as long as possible. Yeah. And and you should love to be active at, at something because then you're fully engaged with your body. If you just sit around all day, you're not your heart's not beating. Right. You got to get your heart beating somehow, you know? Like we're lucky, Work we're the energy, muscles. but we're also in like a meat suit, so we got to yeah, got to be animated it. like This is like what we were talking earlier, dude. Smile if you're sad. <laughs> Hell yeah, Q&A's done, boys. Thanks for tuning in everybody. You the greatest. <laughs> Peace.